Headphones on, let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dumb Podcast? This is my Odin fridge where I keep my Odin beer. (laughs) (laughs) Those are my Odin yams. (laughs) Have you seen my Odin bacon? (laughs) Oh, that sounds delicious. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast. Would would that be bacon made out of Odin? Uh, I am unsure, sir. It's Odin. He makes his own bacon. (laughs) (laughs) Just like he makes his own gravy. Oh. oh, Starfish isn't here for that one. Oh. <laughs> um, I told you. Um, it's not a true beard cast without the podcast beard. <laughs> the podcast beard. I like that. I've never thought of that that way before. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Don't you remember? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, she was your beard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I totally <laughs> set that up. Well, yeah, I thought I knew she was my beard. I didn't realize she was everyone's Well, unless beard. you're going so, to be selfish about it. That's I generally you am. <laughs> you have to share starfish. All right. <laughs> uh, so, I claim all the starfish for me. It is the Ryan starfish. <laughs> anyway, welcome to episode 77. I am your podcaster without fear, Luke, and today I'm joined with... The, the pun deucer, Sam. I pun deuce, pun deucingly every pun day. Hmm. I am the agitated Kyle from Watch, Play, Read and Utah Outcasts. Hi. 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 I'm here. <laughs> if Chelsea is the podcast's beard, then Charles is the podcast starfish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm Uncanny Rive. He's the decider of who is starfish. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the, the, the starfish designator. <laughs> I yes. am the amazing Boodinger. Oh, he put amazing it's in there. I'm going to change it up. Amazing. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. You is it re- like the epic rap battles of history? It just changes every time. <laughs> did, you, did you get a soft reboot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like, it's it's oh. it's issue number 15, but it's number one. <laughs> but it's 15. That reminds me. Did you see that there's going to be a live action version of a reboot from that TV series? From I the saw night? that yesterday. That was yeah. 3D animated. Yeah, I'm I like, so it's a reboot, that. reboot. <laughs> so we'll see how that, that goes. Yo, dog, I heard you like reboots. So I put some reboots. So I reboot your reboots. Your reboots. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Call them Reboots. Rebootception. So we had three big trailers come out, and mm-hmm. I want to just start out talking about those. And we'll start with the one that we just watched before we started recording, which was the remake for Stephen King's It. Mm-hmm. It? You watched It? Yes, I did. Tell me your thoughts, guys. I think the porn version should be called Tit. (laughs) 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 Or Clit. Ooh. 
that's the sequel. <laughs> it's just wait. Really... You got to work on the tip before you get to the clip. Is that what it is? <laughs> the, sequel, the, the sequel. The sequel is much better, but it's really hard to find. <laughs> Like it was released. Be stock at your local blockbuster and try to find one. Anchorage, Alaska, and El Paso, Texas. Yes, I know where the last two blockbusters are within driving distance of us. Because I have a I dream. Don't, I don't know if you call that driving distance. Listen, we have some serious issues to discuss if that's driving distance to you. Hey, I have a dream that one day we will take a podcast road trip to one of the last blockbusters. <laughs> And we will, and we'll be like Jurassic Park, you know, when they pull the jeep up. Like we'll uh-huh. pull up, and then I'll like stand up out of the car, and I'll like take the hat off and drop my sunglasses, and I'll be like, "It's a, it's a blockbuster. <laughs> they have VHSs, <laughs> and that's all they have." Yes, God damn it, that's all they have. <laughs> yes, we have VHSs. Say it again. We have VHSs. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> they're putting them in rows. <laughs> they are stocked in rows. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's gonna happen. You, you you've thought about this a lot. Oh yeah, they they, they rewind in hertz. <laughs> <laughs> they do rewind in hertz. They do. Yes, yes, that's gonna happen. But completely off the topic of <laughs> how did you do this? The trailer. I'll show you. <laughs> we bought up all of the land and all of the VHSs. That's how we did this. Ryab, now that you're yawning, what did you think of it? Of what? The trailer. <laughs> He, he jumped. He jumped at the end. So yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> Ryan I was holding... is also very jumpy. <laughs> I am very jumpy. I was holding the phone in my hand, and then at the very end of the trailer, when it's coming at you, um, I I had to put the phone down. I jumped and I put the phone down. It was kind of scary. Um, I hadn't seen the first one, so I didn't real. I kind of just always thought that it was just a dude in a clown costume that was super creepy. And murdery. I didn't realize he had like supernatural <laughs> abilities. Mm-hmm. So this uh, is more uh, interesting also, to me now. Also, it's not a dude. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, a, it's a chick. No. It's a starfish. <laughs> it, it's an it. It's an it. It is. A, it is genderless. It is it. it is. Well, I don't know. It probably has a gender. I don't know. Maybe it. I mean, it'd be Maybe rude. It would be very rude of us to assume. <laughs> it's a non-binary <laughs> clown. <laughs> sure. Let's sure. go with that. Yeah, I like that. I like that. It's non-binary murder clown. <laughs> non-binary murder clown. <laughs> That'd that be man? rude to call it it then. Well, I mean, it's, you know, the pronoun. <laughs> 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 it's the genderless pronoun. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I I will like to watch it with someone. I'm not going to watch it alone. With the lights on? Yes, lots of lights on. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't watch movies with the lights on. Well, I don't do much with the lights on. <laughs> I don't do anything with listen, the lights on. <laughs> listen, it may be me because I fucking hate clowns. I do. I hate who, clowns. Who, who likes clowns? And it's not so much like I'm terrified of them. Yes, you are. It's, well, it's more of a my fight or flight reaction mm-hmm. is fight. So you want to punch them? Yes. Okay. That's my no, immediate. That's, that's my immediate reaction. That is, it's punch and then flee. That's a natural. <laughs> that's a natural reaction to a clown. It really is. Because when uh, there was, so we went to a side story about uh, Ryab and I one time went to a uh, uh, haunted like forest thing, mm-hmm. and the last, the last section was clowns, mm-hmm. but before that, the entire first section was made for hobbits. So <laughs> I was walking around like. 
bent over for like an hour and a half, so my back was not happy with me, and I was just fucking done. <laughs> so by the time we get to the clown things, I've got this look of death on my face, and it was weird. It's like the sea of evil clowns parted around me and harassed everyone behind me because I was giving them a death stare because I was just like, I'm so fucking done with this. My back hurts like hell. Get the fuck out of my way. 16-year-old kid is a clown. And they were like, yeah, we suck. We're just... I intimidated the 16-year-olds. I, in the meantime, was screaming. Yes. We also had a friend that jumped at a chainsaw. And then he got mad at us because we laughed at him. He's like, you wouldn't <laughs> jump at a chainsaw? It was a chainsaw, man. Like, yeah, it was real. <laughs> I mean, okay. What do you think? Um, I, I'm very excited for it. I didn't like the original miniseries I did years ago, um, which has also stopped me from reading the book. It's one of those one of the very few mm. Stephen King books I have not read. Going to have it read before the movie comes out. Yeah, you, you need to. It's, I, I watched the miniseries a lot. I think that may have been what fucked me up with clowns, but. Um, miniseries? Well, it was a TV uh, yeah, movie. Yeah, it was like NBC. Like a that's what, so there's a theatrical movie with no. Tim Curry. No, no, no that, that, is, that, 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 that was, that was made oh, for yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know this either. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's made for network TV. So all of the good stuff from the book is gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they can't show that stuff. On But this looks like they're going to go back to the source mm-hmm. material a little bit. It looks. It looks. Who's the director? Dude, they went through like three different directors. I know Ben Affleck was attached at one point. Uh, the guy, the guy, Ben Affleck has been attached to everything. <laughs> it was uh, whoever the director of the first season of True Detective. I feel like that person was on it for a while. I can't remember if they switched or if they went back with it, but I'm not. I can't remember because there there are certain directors that can get his stuff. They do it well. Um, like, uh, who's the guy who did Walking Dead? He did The Mist and he, Frank Darabont. Yeah. Mist, Shawshank yeah. Redemption. I mean, he, Oh, the first season of Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, yeah, So he, he can do the Stephen King movies and he can do them justice and they're, they're very well done. Rob Reiner, of course, has done mm-hmm. a couple of good ones. It's, uh, sorry, the director is Andreas Mulchetti. Oh. Mulchetti. I don't know who that is. <laughs> but I, I have hopes for it. Um, Mick Garris has done probably. He, uh, he directed Mama. Okay. Hmm. That wasn't horrible. Um, Mick Garris has done a ton mm-hmm. of Stephen King movies. Like Silver Bullet and um, I was like actually, Nightmares yeah, I was actually in States. one of them. Really? I was in The Stand when they did the... When oh, that's... Yeah. The stand. Where oh, they, Jesus. Where they were on. like... Who wasn't in The Stand? <laughs> they were like, it's Boulder, Colorado. I got to meet Stephen Bullshit. King and steal props from the set. <laughs> yeah, when they were in Boulder, Colorado and you yeah. see like you the see mural Brigham of Brigham Young, Young yeah. and you're like, that's not that's Colorado. Not right. I mean, you got close, but but Mick Garris he'll he'll throw all the stuff in the book in the movie, but it just it, it doesn't, doesn't feel right. There's something Ooh. that people miss with with adapting his stuff. Mm-hmm. This looks like it could be. What do you think good. the best adaptation Stephen King adaptation has been? Oh, man, definitely I, not the Langoliers. I really <laughs> <laughs> or the Tommy Knockers. I, mean, I probably Shawshank. Shawshank is good. I Green Mile too. Yeah. Green, Green Mile is really good, but Shawshank I think is is still yeah still it is edges above Green that Mile. out. Yeah, still above Green Mile, but Green Mile is like wow. I love that movie. 
I re- I enjoyed the mist quite a bit, and I thought uh, they did a good job with misery. Misery is oh, really good. Oh. Dolores Claiborne was also <sighs> yeah. really good. Dolores, um, oh, misery though. God, I forgot about misery. How did I forget about that movie? <laughs> Fucking love Kathy Bates. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Man. <laughs> well, I mean, still, I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm terrified. I, like, I am goddamn terrified of Kathy Bates in that movie. But and that's when they, ch- they changed very few things for that. Yeah. Like instead of hobbling him, of course, she, she took an axe and just, you know, Ooh. took his, took his feet off. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What about The Shining? I'm kind of mixed uh, on The Shining. I, I like it as a movie, but it, it's, I mean, it's... That many series so... is terrible. I, again, yeah. See, why, don't, again, why, don't, why don't we ask Stephen King how he feels about this? I was very excited <laughs> for the miniseries because Stephen King was not is not a fan of the original yeah. version, so he wanted to produce his own one. Mm-hmm. Mick Garris, of course. They did all the cool shit that I wanted. They did the hedge animals. Mm-hmm. They did all the stuff in the book that I wanted to see. But again, it, when I watch it, I just like, eh. It just kind of falls flat. We still need to watch Cell. I've, I've seen Cell. Oh, did you see yeah. it? The John Cusack and Sam Jackson. I enjoyed right? it. They changed the ending from the book. Have you read the book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the book is him just picking, putting the phone mm-hmm. up to his ear. And yeah, it's, and that's they, it. Yep. They, yep. They, it's like done. Uh, I I didn't hate it. It it wasn't the greatest, but it was better than some of the McGarrett Gar- stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I th- I think I I think my favorite. I, 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 j- j- listening to this conversation, I've come to realize my Stephen King game is weak. But um, <laughs> I, well, it's my, it, it is mighty between us because we are <laughs> Stephen King fans. So you're probably where everyone else is. <laughs> um, I really like The Mist, the one that most recently came out. I really liked that one. Yep, that one was that one was really good. I said the the. One of his most frightening characters in any of his books was the church lady from... Yeah, she's terrifying. Those are religious because people. Because it's so real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so real. You're like, I, uh, I could see this exact thing happen. And that's also Frank uh, Darabont. Frank Darabont, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know out of the miniseries, the one that I actually like the most besides The Stand is Rose Red. Rose Red yeah. was good. Rose Red yeah. was actually really good. and Like, I didn't read the book, so it was actually really cool for me. I was like, oh. Made I would, me want to read the book, but I never did. I would like to see uh, how they would approach doing something like um, Revival in a movie. Revival is one of those books. Like I'm, I've, I've just recently got on a couple of uh, Facebook groups, Stephen King Facebook groups. One's a Dark Tower one. One's mm-hmm. just an overall Stephen King one. Um, and I'm, I haven't really read anything of his that I'm like, well, this was crap, and I couldn't get through it. Revival mm-hmm. was the one book that. When you hit that last, it takes a hard left. It definitely takes a hard left. Because people are like, like, "When does this get good?" I'm like, "You just wait." When the end (laughs) happens, it's the the payoff is amazing. But also, when I'm when I was reading that ending, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, "How the fuck would they do this in a movie?" Kind of like that's what I thought when I was reading Dreamcatcher. Okay, (laughs) and uh, Dreamcatcher was weird too. Like the movie was weird. (laughs) I just all I can think of when I. Close my eyes and think of Dreamcatcher is Morgan Freeman's fucking eyebrows in that movie. <laughs> oh my dear God, <laughs> yeah. Like three inches long. I think his, his eyebrows should have won awards for that movie. <laughs> yeah, that I loved the kid stuff in that. Mm-hmm. Because it was very reminiscent of, like, you know, anything that takes place in Derry, Maine. Exactly. <laughs> from any of his books. But um, 
they did a good job with eleven twenty two sixty three. Oh yes, that's the, uh, that's one of my favorites of his. I, they I'm did cut out. They sucker. did cut out a lot, but it didn't hamper the story yeah. at all. And I'm trying to remember the one they made a. It was like an A and E or a Hallmark miniseries uh, with Pierce Brosnan. Uh, Bag of um, Bones. Bag of Bones. Yeah. I loved that book. Yeah. I loved that book. And I, I watched that again, and it was, again, the tree? I was like... The tree. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little crazy at the end. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I would still suggest people go watch it, because it's definitely entertaining. You may need a few drinks to make it even more entertaining, but it was still good. I'm, I'm about to make you all sad, or at least some of you sad. I do not like Stephen King. At all. I mean, I have I, not. I, get it. I have as not, a person or his work. I'm sure as a person, he's he's fine. I have no problems with him personally. Um, Vans have a problem with him apparently, but because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he got uh, hit by because he got hit by a van. Yeah, no, I have not been able to finish a single one of his books. Huh. I get about forty, sixty pages in, and I don't give a shit. About anybody or anything happening. Interesting. And it's not. See, it's when like, I when hmm, I I'm watch sixty pages in, I've got six hundred more to go. Uh, it's I'm not gonna slog through six hundred pages to see if maybe by the end I care. Um, have you tried the um, the Mister Mercedes? Oh, those were the good. newer ones. They're no. they're a little bit smaller, and they're like detective stories. Which it, and mm, there's, up there's until a little. That third yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah, be. Yeah. I get. I can be convinced. I can give it. I can give him another try. try, uh, try or Joyland. Joy, just Joyland. Pick was up a, Joyland. Really Joyland quick was also read. a very it's good. One. Very just hard detective type book. There's nothing it's like in the 1950s going on there. or yeah. something like that in like North Carolina, like an mm-hmm. old abandoned, not abandoned, like an older theme I, park. It's I pretty can, good. I can give him a try, but in his books, he's one of those unique authors where his books. I find extremely dull. Mm-hmm. They're just bland. But the second you get ad- adapt those to a sc- to the screen, they can work. They work brilliantly. It's. I, I think it has a, a lot to do with how much he doesn't develop in his books, which leads a, a lot of room to to fill in the blanks visually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get he is very he is one of those authors that's I guess not polarizing but you either like really dig his stuff or there's people mm-hmm. like yeah he's he's too wordy or he, he takes forever and some of his books even even me being a big fan I'm just like yeah you didn't know how this was going to end did you and you were like <laughs> there's been a, yeah there's I'm been a at couple 700 pages <laughs> I got to wrap this up in a chapter and a half and it's and just a, it was a spider. And everything blows <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, like, that's what I thought mm-hmm. was going to happen with Revival. Oh, I, again, with Revival, going back to that, it's like, <laughs> I'm, you get to the end and you are just got that much left. And you're like, where is this Where is this going? I didn't, uh, <laughs> last, last one I want to talk about is I didn't, uh, Under the Dome. I loved that book. The show. The show I, was shit. I yeah. made it, I think I did an episode or two of the second season before I was like, okay. I'm, when they made when they made Big Jim's son like a pretty boy, I'm like, nope. Yeah. nope. No, that was I remember getting that book 
am looking at this the thing you could just kill somebody yeah. with. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, am I going to get through this? And I mean, I'm after chapter one, I just remember I was just, I, I flew through that book. Yeah, was a, it, the, the book is fantastic. The TV show, maybe after what, like six episodes? It yeah, doesn't have first, anything to yeah, do with the, the first half of the season was good. And then it just, you know, I don't know. Like it I did, said, it I did, did what TV does. Um, <laughs> okay, so last little thoughts on the It trailer. I'm super excited to see it. Oh, I'm I'm ambivalent. I don't. I can't. I can't get wrapped up in trailers. I can't. They ruined. Well, you're gonna have fun me. for the next two that we. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Sam. I'll watch it. I like the first one. Oh, I'll watch it. So. Have you seen the side by sides they're putting up with the? Here's the old. Here's the scene. Mm, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's like the same. Yeah. <laughs> when they. The balloon floating through the... I'm like, yeah. mm, pop it. All right. So next, we have the Justice League trailer. Oh, you mean the Aquaman movie? Yes. <laughs> I am perfectly fine with that. <laughs> yeah, the, the Aquaman man crush Aquaman, is happening. The Aquaman steals every possible scene. He's like Baby Groot from the first, yeah. <laughs> from the first Guardians trailer. It's uh-huh. the best part. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I this feels like what DC should have been doing a while. It's, it seemed like there's some more lighthearted moments, mm-hmm. like the scene with Aquaman riding on the Batmobile. Awesome. <laughs> um, Flash sitting in the Batmobile, going, "So what's your superpower? Oh, I'm rich." You know, I'm like, okay, this we got some, we got a little bit of, of lightheartedness. We got some mm-hmm. humor going mm-hmm. on here. Maybe we can they can find a balance with this movie. Ryan liked how Wonder Woman said. What was it? Mechanisms or something? Mechaganic or something? She said mechorganic. Yeah. Mechorganic. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) that's not a word, but she's describing cyborg. Oh, well, it's okay. She said it. It works. That's fine. And I like it in her accent. You can go ahead. In that little accent, you can say anything you want. That's fine. Um, She's like, I hate you. Go away. I'll call the police. uh Okay. Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Say more words. (laughs) Um, I, I'm kind of with Kyle. I, it's, it's just a trailer. Like you don't really know what it's going to be, but, um, I am excited for it. Um, I, I do like that. It's going to be fun. Uh, it appears to be from the trailer, at least instead of dark and sad, like many of the other movies have been dark and sad. But, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, my favorite thing to come from the trailer is the gif of them filming and it's oh. the Flash doing his thing, and Wonder Woman standing there, Wonder Womany, and Aquaman's supposed to be twirling his trident. Uh, trident, and then he twirls it, and it falls, and he Jason Momoa does this little ha thing, and then grabs Wonder Woman's sword out of her sheath, and then just charges off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think he's the only one who is having fun making that movie. Yeah. Dude, that dude always has a smile mm-hmm. on his face. Yes, well, no he is. Fucking except when he's, he's on screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a lovely human but, being. But like, just yeah. walking around, he's just, just fuck constant smile. He is enjoying there's every a, fucking moment of his there's life. There's the movie I can't. I don't know the name of it that's coming out where he's got like the the mustache and his ponytail all pulled back in his head, uh, pulled back, and he's wearing like I don't know, like one of those plaid shirts buttoned all the way up. And I'm like, that's the same guy. Like he just looks so different. <laughs> I think it's because he's got like a thick black mustache. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it looks cool, and I really, really, really want to love a Justice League movie. I mm-hmm. just, 
want them to let me love it. Mm-hmm. Just make it good. Let me love you, DC. Let me love all you. All I have to do, all I have to do right now to temper temper any excitement I have is look at the director. Yeah. 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 Are, are you still team not my flash? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that he's adorable and I'm excited to see him. But I, I do I, I do have does. a special love for Grant Gustin. I hope he does well, but he's mm-hmm. got a lot that he's got to do because well, there they, is already this other amazing Flash out there. Uh, yeah. Well, all of them have, have to. That's where I think, and I've, I've said this many times, DC kind of shoots themselves in the foot with not having their universes mm-hmm. connected like mm-hmm. Marvel. Like, you've got a built, like, you, when they did Superman Returns, why, why not the, the guy from Smallville? You had a built-in fan base. Let's mm-hmm. bring it over to the, you know, you've you've got a guaranteed audience already there. Why recast The Flash? The, I've, mm. Green Arrow, people that are, were Green Arrow fanatics say The Flash is so much better. It's, you've got a, you've got a mm-hmm. huge built-in audience with mm-hmm. that. Nope, we're going to recast him for the movie. Um, I don't understand their I don't. I don't thinking. understand that. I also don't understand their thinking in trying to introduce characters in a team movie it's that's the worst possible way to introduce all your characters unless it's guardians they introduced all those characters in a team movie but that's right. like they tried to was, catch lightning in a bottle they did but it was also yeah. a little slow going not like avengers right. of you you had all those movies built up avengers mm-hmm. Boom! You went right into it, and mm-hmm. you were going mm-hmm. at that point because you're like, right. you don't need any backstory yeah. here. The the guardians, though, their dynamic is different in that their the character is the guardians team. Mm-hmm. Like, would you want to see a Groot solo movie? Would you want to see a Rocket solo movie? Would you want to see any of them in a solo movie? A Drax solo movie? I, I, don't I could know. do a Rocket and Groot movie, <laughs> definitely. So Gamora. I do. I watch a Gamora movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but like some. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just saying that there is a way to because you just said it. It's about yeah. the team, yeah. not the individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the the problem the problem here is you have with the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. They don't really have much of a life outside the Guardians. <coughs> You know, they, they, even in the comics, they would go off and do their own thing for maybe half an issue. Yeah. And that's about it. Hmm. Their development in the movie took place as they were introduced to everybody. So, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't so much everybody got to know the characters at the same rate. The only person who we got any real sense of development on is, was, uh, was Quill. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But even that was – it was fun to yeah. experience that along, along the way. But Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, these are big characters. They're big characters with big convoluted backstories that we don't really know much about. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about this Batman. He's already been in a movie and we still know nothing about him. Yeah, it's true. I'm, and uh, the other the other thing I didn't re- really wasn't a fan of was the the cyborg face CGI looked very it's very CGI. And I know it looked it's, a little rough. Yeah, I know they can 
tweak it. Do you think it's not finished? Maybe. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they have a few more stages of digital color grading to run the film through. You know, you got to suck. Suck every little bit of color. Not only suck all the color out, but probably suck all the life out of it too. All the joy in life. We saw all the funny bits in the trailer. Yep. Just like we probably saw all the funny bits of Suicide Squad in their trailers, which we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still, I still, because I don't know. I still have that. They should have put John Stewart in there instead of mm. Cyborg. Yes, yeah, that because would have been kind of better. Because character. when you see Flash, Wonder Woman, Batman, Aquaman, mm-hmm. potentially Superman, Cyborg is not the next person in that line. Mm. It is now. It's it one, is nowadays. It's one of any of the Green Lanterns mm-hmm. that they have. Just pick one. It There's was five. then, but now. It is cyborg to the audience to the comic books and audience now. It it is the but next one. Is yeah, there. Lantern is also yeah, he's in, there in the in the new Justice League comics. Mm-hmm. He takes Aquaman's spot, not Green oh, Lantern's spot. Right. Well, there, Aquaman's not there. So well, and there are so many there are so many versions of Justice League in the in the comics and the books, and it's been around for so long. And Justice League is huge, not just. Not just with the with this life, but a number of mm. members in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. They could have picked one of any fifty people. Yeah, and I know they said that. And the the, the thing that got me is they mm-hmm. said they wanted to cast Cyborg to have some more diversity mm-hmm. in the cast. And I'm like, cool. John Stewart <laughs> could have done the exact same fucking thing. And you and if their uh-huh. argument was they didn't want to use a lot of CGI. Don't you did <laughs> with Cyborg? Oh, yeah. I think it's all CGI. I think they still think that everybody hates Green Lantern. Well, well the movie they're... was fine. Everybody just hates that character. I think that's what they think. Yeah, no, they're wrong. Yeah, the one no. thing I, I did like that came out of all this was uh, flipping through Facebook. I saw a all the separate character posters for Justice League, <laughs> and there was one that was just a coffin, and I thought that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. That was great. Uh, all right, last trailer we have to talk about. We've talked a long time already. Hashtag Stephen King. Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. The second one came out. Mm-hmm. And I think it... it like I was at the same... Le- I guess I'm at the same level of excitement as I was from the other one. I'm like, yeah, no, it looks more awesome. Yeah. More awesome mm-hmm. material. I love the Peter yeah. Parker, Tony Stark romance. Love it. I love it when the roommate's like, can I try the suit on? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I said he's going to be my favorite yeah. character. He's he's going to be the the nerd point of view character. Like he's going to be us. Right. Can you summon an army of spiders? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> so this this is a this is a perfect example of why I hate the trailer industry right now. Hmm. We don't need fifteen different versions of a trailer for a movie because by the time we get to the movie, we have seen so much of it. Mm-hmm. You know that the discovery is. Yeah, there's still stuff. It's still going to be enjoyable, but you know, yeah, like that. Can I try it on? Line that would have killed in the theater hearing that for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now we're just you're you're waiting for it. You know, that, every time every time that ooh ooh here comes the line. Here comes the and then hey, watch we'll see the movie and it won't even be yeah. in there. Yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll pull a Rogue One. <laughs> yeah, they'll pull a Rogue One. And you know what, what's really what annoys me about trailers nowadays mm-hmm. is the teaser for a trailer. Yeah, the, the teaser for true. the teaser. Yeah, getting, what is it's that? It's getting ridiculous. <laughs> do you do guys... one trailer 
don't show us anything, and that's it. I was going to say, do you guys remember, like, the Jurassic Park trailer? I say the because there was no, one. No, I don't. <laughs> exactly. It was like a movie, because 65 million years in the making, Jurassic Park logo, end of trailer. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Do you... Okay. You don't need to advertise Spider-Man Homecoming. We know. You don't need to advertise <laughs> Justice League. You don't need to advertise these films other than to say, hey, Spider-Man's coming date. out on this date. Mm -hmm. Ta-da. Ta da! <laughs> Is you watching this? Oh, no, you're not. He's playing video games. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening over there? It looks much more interesting. He's leveling his Ezra. <laughs> I level my. Never mind. Um, <laughs> Is your Ezra bigger than mine? Yeah. Well, it's. It just drinks lower. <laughs> um, so. I think it's going to be awesome. They showed some cooler yeah. Iron Man stuff. Yeah, they did. That I thought was <laughs> awesome. And he <laughs> drops a he drops a I learned this from Captain America line on mm -hmm. him, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. but, it's just kind of funny. Okay. It's coming from so him. I don't know. I, if, I don't know if it's just me, but like his hand movements when he was talking to him made me think of Trump, and I was like, mm. Oh no. <laughs> Thank awesome. you for that. To, you don't need it. No, and I was like, mm. thank you for that. Yeah. Now I'm going to see it, and yeah. I'm going to have that reaction yeah. where I didn't have it before. Well, you're welcome. Mm. Congratulations. What you I do. Do. I'm, you basically, just, I'm basically just, a terrorist. You just made everybody hate Robert Downey Jr. That's, <laughs> I did what no one else could do. <laughs> you, did. you did the impossible. You we now hate Robert Downey Jr. He seems very dickish in this trailer. I mean, yeah, well, well, he's, he's like, all my friends hate me because I put him in jail. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm only friends with you, Team Cap. I, I do Tony like the Stark fact that he is a dick, though. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's a, it's a kid, man. Don't be. That, I don't know. I is like it, the fact that no, he takes Tony his Stark's suit away. always a dick. He did to kids. tell the kid in Iron Man three that yeah, dads leave sometimes. Yeah, get yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, that's true, <laughs> yeah. So he does have a history there. He does. Um, he does. Although I could watch Tony Stark being a dick to kids for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold right there. Just goes to a Ronald McDonald house and just has fun. Oh shit! Yeah, I'd watch that movie. I'd watch the shit out of that movie. It would it would make me happy on sad days. <laughs> Fuck! I wish I needed that movie right after my dad died. That's what I needed. I needed I needed Tony Stark yelling at kids and being a dick to kids. That would have that would have snapped me out of it right there. You're like, well, thanks. everything's all right. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for that. Um, Since you're on the Spider-Man news, you want to talk the... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to talk that, and then maybe we... Because uh, we've been talking for a while, we'll take our break, and then we'll hit the news in the second half. Um, yeah? I was going to do the news thing, but then oh. I realized it. you weren't I wasn't doing the news thing. Yeah, okay, maybe we'll just thing. come back with that. Um, but there uh, have been reports uh, that... Um, Reports? Pepper, Pepper Potts and Happy Hogan will make appearances. Oh, the yeah. well, Happy's in the trailer. You yeah, see him so in the Happy's trailer. in there. Uh, mm -hmm. um, yeah, according to the movie industry rumor site, Laney Gossip, both Paltrow and John Favreau will return as Pepper Potts and Happy Hogan. Uh, this same website was the one that correctly reported that Paltrow would not be in Civil War after they were all mm -hmm. the ones saying that she would be. So take that with. Yeah, what, what you will. But. I, I hope it's a really small. I hope it's a really small part. 
like she's driving, they're driving by, like Happy's driving Pepper Potts by on the road, and she just like screams, Dick! <laughs> Asshole! She's one of the actresses that I'm, you know, I hear, oh, she's not, she doesn't want to do this, she's not going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And then when mm-hmm. I do see her in things, it's like, like that first episode of Shield. I'm like, holy shit, they got yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow to pop up for this? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's very weird. She just gets bored and does things. <laughs> she wasn't even supposed to be in the <laughs> She just showed up. It's like, oh, I thought you wanted me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be no. in this, okay? No, no yeah. one wants you. <laughs> uh, all right, we will take our break, and then we'll come back, and we'll hit the news and other things. So, so we'll many be, things. All the things. All the Hit things. The things. Some of the stuff. Not we'll, the stuff, just the things. Okay. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. This is X. And I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist. A love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome. Oh, we just spiked our audio real good there, didn't we? <laughs> hey, I got some news. News? News. Oh, I thought we were doing uh, <laughs> Well, fuck you guys. <laughs> we did okay. a little. Before the news? So, uh, the Wonder Woman animated uh, a Wonder Woman animated film is to be re-released before the live action movie. It, re-released meaning it's the same one that was before. Oh, like it's not a new one. Let me tell you. Okay, please uh, tell me. Uh, Put it in my ear hole. Wonder Woman commemorative edition. It is the one that has I think it was what David Boreanaz was. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Steve Trevor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's that one again. Uh, it will be distributed digitally on May 2nd, and it will come out on DVD on May 16th. But it's, yeah, it's, I think it's just called Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. I, I mean, I I'm, not dis- I'm not disappointed mm-hmm. at all by the re-release of that, but yeah. something new would be good. Yeah, Justice League Dark 2. Um, yeah. <laughs> there is a cosplay talent agency that launched in... Los Angeles, uh, because that's the thing we needed. It's called it's called Cospre, K O S P R E. It is a new cosplay talent agency, and they uh, announced their launch and has retained an exciting array of talent and creative cosplay artists that are available to support a wide range of exhibitors at film premieres, conventions, trained shows, corporate and cultural events, concerts, and pop culture gatherings worldwide. Nope. So no, it's fuck a thing. That. It's a thing that they're doing. It's a thing. It's a thing. But they just it, it robs everything that's awesome about cosplay, which is that it it's a fan thing. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they're gonna commercialize the but shit yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, you just killed cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, Cosprey. Yeah. That's, it sounds... Cosprey! It it's the Cosprey's! <laughs> it sounds so racist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Cosprey. That's maybe racist. And the CEO's name, his name is Rico Canoto. Oh, that's why it's Cosprey. Rico Canoto. <laughs> Cosprey. definitely Cosprey. racist. Where, where is Chelsea to go? Dikasirinje. I'll have some cheery with my Cosprey. Um, staying on that topic, uh, <laughs> Studio Ghibli is... <laughs> Uh, the 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 Studio Ghibli Fest is coming to U.S. theaters. Yeah. Um. And what is that? Their anime. Yeah. They are starting a. Where is it in my notes? Um. Sorry. Okay. So the the twenty seventeen partnership is going to start off with their um their iconic was a my neighbor Totoro. Mm-hmm. And on Sunday, June 25th, and Monday, June 26th, mm-hmm. and then six a six-film monthly series will continue with Kiki's Delivery Service, mm-hmm. Castle in the Sky, mm-hmm. is it Nausicaa of the, Valley of, Valley the of the Wind, yeah. Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. and a special run of the Academy Award-winning Spirited Away in Time for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, And uh, Princess Mononoke is also going to be in there somewhere, too. They're doing a re-release. Of yeah, that I too. think that they may be doing that separate from this little yeah, it, fest yeah, thing that they're doing. It's a little separate from the but fest. It's but it's one of those also... Fathom event things yeah. that they always yeah. show at the theaters. So yeah. that'd be uh, pretty cool. I'll still do it. I'll, yeah. I love those movies to death. So uh, sh- uh, Black Panther movie. They've uh, There's an actress that's been cast for a while. Latia Latitia Wright? I guess how you say her name, but they announced that she's going to p- play Shuri, um, T'Challa's sister, mm-hmm. in the Black Panther movie, and I think that's awesome, and I can't wait for that. There was also like some first shots of like Black Panther riding on the top of a car, you know. No, you're thinking like, like a Justice League trailer. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that's what superheroes do because uh, that's what he did in Civil War. I was gonna say, aren't you thinking about Civil War? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's ha- that's his that's his mode of transportation. He doesn't drive his own cars. He rides on top of other people's cars. He, he jumps mm-hmm. on the car and goes onward, steed. <laughs> um, Forward. We we have to go the speed limit. I don't care. I, I, d- don't, I, do, care. I don't care. Um, we don't care about the speed limit. Yeah. Man, we're just going forward we're today, going aren't forward. we? We might as well. Like, fuck, we started races. Let's just keep going, man. <laughs> the room of white who males else, are racist. Who else can we make fun of? Bearded white males. <laughs> I, let's just do the rest of the podcast in a horrible let's, Asian Let's should. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like, as long not. as we're making fun of everybody but ourselves, we're good. <laughs> um, so IDW and DC's Love is Love, uh, the comic that was... Uh, to raise funds for the mm-hmm. Orlando um, nightclub shooting, which is has, a, a, that was a beautiful comic. Yes, if anybody, if you haven't picked it up, you, well, you should if you can find it still. Guess what? It has raised over one hundred sixty-five thousand dollars for charity, and it's going to a fifth printing, so you Good. will be able to get it. Good. Um. Yeah, it's uh, just from yeah, it's one hundred sixty-five thousand from digital and print sales. Mm-hmm. And it's donated to the One Orlando Fund to assist the victims and families. So that's awesome. I read I read through it too. It's it's mm-hmm. really good. It's really good. It's a lot of sh- little short stories. Yeah, like compiled into one. We've talked mm-hmm. about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
If you're right. in the area, I'm pretty sure we still have copies at the Nerd Store in West Valley. Yes, which you didn't plug at the beginning because you were so excited about Stephen King. Exactly. Damn it. <laughs> um, so, Ryan, did you know they made Game of Thrones comics? I didn't. Tell well, me more about well, them. they did. And they're coming back. Wait, um, the, they've already made them? Yes. Well, they made them so, and then they kind of failed. Well, to they make did. Them and they I will adapted them. the first book. Now mm-hmm. they're coming back to adapt the okay. second book. Oh. So it is a Dynamite so Entertainment has been mm-hmm. bringing the beloved series of fantasy novels from George R. R. Martin to a monthly comic series since 2011. Uh, now the continuation of the Game of, of Game of Thrones returns after a two-year hiatus uh, from their original le- release was called A Clash of Kings. Did they get a better artist this time? From the covers that I saw, they look good, but I, I know the, the covers was, are different. It was all that horrible for, uh, for yeah, a Dynamite book. unless you look at their faces. <laughs> <laughs> the faces were... Yeah, it's your face. They, they have the... <laughs> your face. <laughs> so I, I did um, actually kind of pissed Dynamite off. <laughs> Don't piss off Dynamite. <laughs> they sent me the comics to review. Uh, so I did, and it was, hey, they're great. The faces are appalling. <laughs> hey, fix that face. The faces please. were appallingly the faces. bad. They really were. I it was distracting when trying to read. So these comics are adaptations of the novels. Yes. Not anything to do with the TV show. Right. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because uh Wheel of Time did that too, and it also mm-hmm. failed miserably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to adapt a novel mm-hmm. into into a graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why I like what they did with the Dark Tower stuff, where uh-huh. they yeah. branched. Supplementary. Yeah, they branched. Was, oh, yeah. remember when they talked about this? Here's that story. Yeah. Or remember when they did this? I love that Here's kind of that story. It's like you got little bits through the novels, and mm-hmm. it's like the comics, like, here, here's like, that story. Yeah, like where right. the first one was like his entire childhood mm-hmm. leading up to The first one met, was basically, because um, they, they came out and said, this is going to be all new stuff. And I start reading that first issue. I'm like, you're just telling Wizard and Glass over again. Mm-hmm. But then when that ends, they There's, just pick yeah, up the story yeah. where yeah. You, you haven't heard. Yeah. And it just keeps yeah. going up yeah. until the, the fall yeah. of Gilead. It's and you're good. like, that's awesome. Um, so there is a festival happening in California, and it's called the ID10T Festival. <laughs> and it my is, favorite that's not air how code. I'm reading that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's my favorite air code. Actually, when I worked at Staples, I would actually call when I had problems <coughs> and needed some help, and I'd call my manager on the phone. I was like, hey, I have a, a customer over here. They're having an ID10T air. And he would know and come over and assist me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so it is a festival that is created and hosted by Chris Hardwick, everyone's favorite nerd mm-hmm. host. Oh, yeah. Where does he find the time? Yeah. <laughs> well, he does have a TARDIS in his house. Um, but it's basically a Comic-Con and music festival mm-hmm. mashed into one giant weekend thing. Because why not? Interesting. And it says uh, he's going to have, uh, there's going to have the chart-topping musicians, renowned comedians, uh, creators of some of the most influential people, or some of the most influential people in the entertainment industry. Um, And I think they said some of the bands that are going to be there, Weezer, because I feel like you have Mm -hmm. to have Weezer for something (laughs) like that. OK Go. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know who Lord Huron is. Mm Mm-hmm. Or Saturday, or no, hold on. Tank and the Bangas. Mm-hmm. Tank and the Bangas. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be there. So, That's I guess here time. in California, I, it's it sounds like an I interesting would, experience. I would go. I would, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's fair. Yeah. It's it's just, fair. Hey, that sounds like a good time. I'm not going to go. Mm-mm. So the poster for Kingsman 2 came out. Mm-hmm. And it, for the most part, uh, confirms the rumor that uh, Colin Firth's character mm-hmm. will be back, even mm-hmm. though he got really dead. Which one the, was that? He was Hart, mm-hmm. I believe. He was the guy who He's recruited the, eggs. He did the, Okay, got it. He died right who, after his kick-ass church scene. Yes. 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 So I'm like, how? <laughs> but it makes me interested. I loved that. I was so surprised that I loved the, that movie. I was like, what is this? The and Phoenix Force comes in the resurrections. That how? So do you, have you, know, you haven't read the comic book at all? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. You should. Yeah, it's one of those ones that I'm like, I know I need to, but I'm also really glad that I didn't. Because I really enjoyed the movie, and I, I enjoyed having no, you know, background knowledge of anything it's, that yeah. was going to happen. There, you can very easily enjoy these separately. Yeah, um, the, the one of the it, the comic makes a wonderful supplement. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. The the one of the best things is it's the comic book. He's he's you know he knows what he's going to do. He's going to pretty much end the world, reset mm-hmm. the world. So he's going and kidnapping like all his heroes. And, like, so the first person, like, you open it up and they've kidnapped Mark Hamill. He's going to save Mark <laughs> Hamill, you know, yeah. he's from the apocalypse. And That's right. Shit right. goes That's horribly right. wrong, And he, like, course. blows up mm-hmm. or something like that. He gets the whole cast of Red Dwarf. There's all these weird things. And yeah. he's, you know, he's stockpiling these people up so they don't die. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when I heard that Mark Hamill was going to be in it, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, this is going to be awesome. But then they kind of went a different way. And I still didn't have a problem yeah. with it. I liked it. I think they had to. I think technically Lucasfilm owns Mark Hamill. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> unless they unless they dress him up as somebody else, right? Like the trickster. <laughs> you mean the discount Joker? Yes, discount Joker. So discount Joker. Kingman, Kingsman come out this year? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think it's the end of this year. Nice. Um, and you know, I don't need a trailer for that. Speaking of a trailer, <laughs> um, there was a. The video game Destiny, the mm-hmm. second trailer came out for it. I watched the second trailer and I'm like, cool. That was, you know, it's Destiny. It's, you know, mm-hmm. what you think it would be. But the best part was, I know we said we talked about we hate teasers for teasers. There was a teaser trailer for it of a guy sitting in a bar telling a story, but it was Nathan Fillion. Hmm. And he was like, I was in there and I shot this guy. Pew. And I shot that guy, pew, and man, I was I was awesome, and I was like, I have this, but then I I, I didn't have it, and on, only Nathan Fillion can pull this off, and I feel like because it's Bungie, they did uh, yeah. Halo and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and what was it, ODST or something that yeah. had uh, yes. Nathan Fillion's yep. voice in yeah, it? Yep. They were like, you know what, we need more of Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion. So I'm like, yes. That's, that's if pretty the whole, if that could be a game, stock answer to just yeah. about anything. If the whole game is just Nathan Fillion voicing everybody, I'm like, fine with it. <laughs> Good. This is awesome. <laughs> I could listen to Nathan Fillion yell at himself all day. <laughs> On uh, Halo 5, you can get, because there's like the narrator of the multiplayer stuff, you can get mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion's character from ODST as the narrator, and it's pretty That's funny. awesome. I can't remember what game it was, but you could get like, the, the narrator voice. I think it was Call of Duty Ghosts. You could either get Snoop Dogg or Arlie Ermey. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's hard to go against Those Snoop Dogg, but Arlie Ermey's screaming yeah. at you. Well done! <laughs> Thanks. Um, I wanted to, real quick, before we get to our topic, talk about a comic, and you guys had one you want to talk about? 
to. Uh, the one if that's I w- okay. Yeah. The one I want to talk about is called Savage from... Savage? Yes, Savage. Sav- it's funny, because there's a thing. Um, <laughs> it's it's uh, from Valiant. I think it's just these four issues. I read through the first and the second one, and it's basically a family going... Uh, it's a, He's a famous soccer player over in Europe, and him, his wife, and their kid are flying to America to prolong his career, like soccer players do now. <laughs> on the way there, their plane crashes on this island full of dinosaurs. And the guy's name is Savage. Their, last, <laughs> their family last name, his name is Kevin Savage. There's a U in there. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was funny. See, I said there was a mm-hmm. thing. Um, but uh, they, they, get, they, you know, they crash there. The wife isn't feeling well. And so the husband goes off to, he's like, I bet you there's a Hilton up over the top of this. Come on, it's a tropic island where there's no undiscovered places anymore. So he goes up over there, sees a boat, and he's like, oh, cool. Runs down to the boat. Everybody on the boat is fucking eviscerated and laying on the floor, and there's blood and guts everywhere. And he's like, oh, my God. God, and he turns around to run back, and a giant fucking Dilophosaurus dinosaur sticks its head through, and that's how the first that's how the first issue ends. He, he gets he gets pretty gored up in the second one. It is, it's it, like I I love the art in it. Like, and there's two different artists. There's uh, Clayton Clayton Henry and Louis Larosa, and I'm not sure which one does which, but they do a, a then and now. So, like, the now stuff is, like, this kid, who I'm assuming is the small child, and he's all, like, scarred up, and he's, like, living in this, like, savage lifestyle in, like, this hut with, like, spikes to protect him from the dinosaurs and stuff like that. Like, he's a survivor, but he's, like, got cuts on his face that he's stitched up, and he kills a a raptor right at the beginning by shoving his hand in its mouth and, like, using one of its own claws to brain the thing and just kill it. Um, but it, I don't know. It looks, it looks awesome. And I can't wait to finish the the rest of them. I'll probably have them read by the next so, time. So it's just four. Is that the whole series? Or? I believe so. I did. I did pop it open to check. It does. It does end at four, but it says they, they're, they will do more. Ah, so will, like, you will like return. Shark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause it does. I mean, what I saw at the end kind of leaves you like, oh, they can definitely go mm, from here. Okay. So. Yeah, I I would recommend people pick that up because I just read the first issue and I was like, this is this is good. And the gore in it, it's just like it it made me think of Grizzly Shark. (laughs) Put it in my hole. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where's Charles? (laughs) (laughs) That. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And a little bit of Exo Mm. that we reviewed Mm -hmm. last week. Remember how we were talking about the gore in that one? Yes. I'm liking what Valiant's doing. Like, I didn't think I would be... Good job, that Valiant. Into it, so. Valiant yeah. effort. Oh, oh, shit. He returns. <laughs> he returns with the pun. All right, so that's all I have on He returns on, from on a Sam one. sleep. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleep. <laughs> Which one of you wants to go next? I'll go next, because I'm pretty sure we'll talk more about that one. So I'm, I want to talk about Power Rangers number 12. No. Mm. Okay, no. Power Rangers? Yes. Go, go, Power okay. Rangers. Go, go. Go, go, Ryan. Go, go. go. Okay. I'm going to spoil it. So if you haven't read Power Rangers number 12, uh, skip ahead. Uh, This means you, Chase. So. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, a cool thing happen- has happened so far. The Rangers have been fighting this uh, dark dragon thing. Kind of giant monster. And they don't know where it came from. Rita just kind of happened on this dude and made an alliance. So, yeah. Um, a series of unfortunate events happen. And Billy and uh, Tommy get transported to the future. And oh. it's like a t- parallel universe future. And it's a total cool what if uh, Jason had instead turning into a – or not Jason. What if Tommy had instead turning into a good guy, joined the Rangers? What if he stayed with Rita? Hmm. So um, the story goes that uh, – so instead of joining the Rangers, he stuck with Rita after the Rangers freed him from her spell. She's he's like, well, she's still on the right side of things. Mm-hmm. And they proceed to kick the Rangers trash. Um, they saw the dinosaurs at the time. So the Rangers go and they get the thunder swords and to try to just stop this from happening. Uh, Rita, Rita never disappoints Zed at this point. So Zed never comes. And, um, the Alpha and Zordon still create the White Ranger because it's still they need a more powerful Ranger. And instead of trying to, they didn't have anybody to give it to, so they try to kind of merge it with Jason, the Red Ranger's powers already. Mm-hmm. But Tommy attacks right then. They're fighting in this thing. Tommy kills Jason, and then it merged the White and Green Ranger powers merge together. And so he is this really cool looking uh, variant of of the white ranger with the green mm. shield and the symbol changes to be like kind of both of them. Mm. Um, meanwhile, the other rangers figure out that this black dragon thing that they've been uh, fighting is from this timeline. And it's Tommy took the dragon sword and rebuilt it into this black dragon evil thing. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. So, um, yeah, they get transported to the future. Saba escaped Jason or Tommy because um, the sentient sword, the sentient sword, um, because it knew that he was, he was bad and it <laughs> left. So when other Tommy and Billy get transported there, Saba wakes up and he's like, hey, there's good people here. He comes out of his hiding, takes them to where the other Power Rangers are. And they start kind of forming a resistance movement. But, yeah, it's really cool. I like it. I have this thing where I love seeing the bad guys win. So seeing, like, all these monuments on Earth, they're, they're like, all this stuff that, um, I can't find it in here to show you guys, but, like, the, like, there's statues of the, of the Green Ranger and statues of Rita everywhere on Earth, and everybody's just totally enslaved. Um, they, the, the rebellion is called the Coinless people because like i think that they all have the power coins and and they have made like um a little army so there's like an army of black rangers an army of yellow rangers an army of red rangers red rangers are the are are tommy's personal guard Hmm. and he can take the powers away from people so when they fail he takes the powers away from people and kills them and then transfers them to someone else can they make the power coin? Um, this is me. This is someone that knows nothing of Power Rangers. Is you, it something they make, or is it something that's you, they've got to the find? power coins were made by a dude in the in the Power Ranger series, but you you can't. They, nobody's ever, well, at least they didn't make more power coins. But you can split the power among multiple people. Oh, okay. That's a thing that happens. Gotcha. So instead of having one person have all the Ranger power, they can split it and share the power. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of, I, it's a really cool what if story 
where the Rangers are in this alternate timeline future, and I'm digging it. I love shit like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. X Men Prime. X-Men Getting ready for X-Men, uh, big X Men. <laughs> Getting ready for the big X Men reboot. So basically, have you guys? Did you both read this? You I have. This yet, I haven't right? read okay. it because I'm not up there yet. That's but. right. Um, and basically, it's just quickly going through it. It focuses more on Kitty's team, um, but it does kind of show. I mean, like the Weapon. Did you read it? That yeah. Yes. Okay. So the like even the Weapon X had like one little panel, and it just kind of shows yeah. the group. And it's, you're like, ah. yeah, it's very similar to what they did right after Secret Wars, when they kind of had that zero issue of this is the, the standard now, like, here's a little bit of what's happening with Daredevil. Here's a little bit of what's happening with Thor. Here's a little bit of what's happening with Cap. Kind of the same thing. Kind of just giving you, all right, this is where everyone's at. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. from there. Okay. Yeah, so, so all the X-Men. So it's basically <clears throat> Kitty hanging out in Chicago. Storm comes to her, says, after the events of what's happened in... Um, X-Men versus Inhumans, that she's she's quitting. She wants Kitty to come run the team because Storm's leaving. She can't handle the shit. <laughs> um, so, you know, they, they take... This is new to me because I haven't been reading the X-Men lately. Um, I think the latest stuff I read is when, right after AVX, when they when Hank brought the yeah. brought him from yeah. the past. Mm-hmm. I read, I've read some of that. Um, but basically... The mansion is now in limbo. That's that's yeah. where because the... of stuff that happens in IVX, oh, okay. they move the mansion to limbo to keep the mutants safe. Okay. So I thought I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, they, there it is in limbo. There, there. Um, she kind of hangs out, checking out the mansion to see if it's kind of how how she remembers it. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, the uh, the young team, which is X Men Blue, which is the comic book I will be following because it's mm. a nostalgia it's the, yeah, thing the, for the me. Why don't, why don't you just follow all of them? Because there's so much. Yeah, there's so much. Sorry, before you get into that, yeah, yeah, there's a there's a panel. I think it's on the next page where she goes to see her old room, and uh, Peter oh, has yeah. moved into Colossus has <laughs> moved into her old room, yeah. and there's an awesome panel that just shows like their, their whole history. And she's like, I am so done with guys named Peter because she just uh, had a thing with uh, Star-Lord. And she's like, I'm done with guys named Peter. But then, like, she sees him immediately and is like, oh, hey, hey, Pete. Hi, Peter. You're back. You stole my room. Mine was damaged in the teleport to Limbo. (laughs) Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Colossus is the best. Sorry, I just I love that where they, uh, I think where she's like he's standing right behind me, yeah. isn't he? <laughs> and I think they're setting that up to that they'll get back together. I think I think what they're doing here is it's it's pure nostalgia. Try, yeah, trying. You're to gonna reset. have you're gonna have the original team. You're gonna have that team from the the nineties era. Yep. Um, Nightcrawler, Kitty Pride, yeah. Storm. I think Magic's on that team. Yeah, Mad. Too. Yeah, Magic popped up. So yeah, yeah, there there was part of me reading this where I'm like. I kind of want to read that one too. That's damn gold. It. That's yeah, gold. gold. Yeah. So blue and gold are the ones I'm like. Mm. Those will be the two prime books going yeah. forward. Yeah. Then you got Jubilee with her baby. Yeah. So that's one of my questions. Uh, if anyone can answer, ah, this. is she Togo. still a vampire? Yes. She is still a vampire. Yes. Okay. Uh, so now we hit to the danger room. You've got the original team that have been pulled from the past. The mm-hmm. the young X Men. Danger room style. Um, doing their stuff. Angel. What has what. 
What happened to his wings? Black Mirror. Siege Perilous. <laughs> oh, is this the Black Vortex stuff? Black it's, Vortex. It's just, oh, okay. The Siege Perilous. Is that the yeah. mirror? Is yeah. that what it is? Uh-huh. I forgot. Okay. They go, the, all the original, do you remember the Siege Perilous from when they were in Australia? Right after they, all, they yeah, yeah, died yeah. Mm-hmm. on TV, right after Inferno. Mm-hmm. Um, all the original five X-Men went through the Siege Perilous and came back changed. Okay. And that was Angel's change. Gotcha. But that's well, that- what also, that's, that happened in the in the Black Vortex mm-hmm. miniseries of the crossover with Guardians. Yeah, Guardians yeah. and all the X Men. He well, a lot of them gave it back, mm-hmm. but he and I think at the time Gamora didn't give theirs back. Their change, but then Gamora is. I can't. I, I dropped off a little bit there. So Gamora's back to the way she was. Mm-hmm. Angel's really the only one that has stayed changed. Mm. But from that now, okay, He's so got that, fire waves. that makes me remember where <laughs> I kind of stopped reading stuff. Is Black mm. Vortex came up and I just couldn't get into it, and I'm like, mm. okay, I think I'm was good. done here. It was good. Um, so yeah, so Kitty comes to see these guys in the danger room, and something's not quite right with things. The timing isn't timing. Yeah, so, yeah, something's not right with everything. So she goes in and starts to yell at him, and realizes it's. It's it's not them. This is just a program to make it look like they're there, and they have stolen Blackbird and taken off to go do their own thing. Because that's so X Men. <laughs> because they're like, yeah, yeah, sorry, we're not. We, we haven't been here for hours. Sorry. And they, what do they say? Hey, Storm. I assume it's Storm, right? Yeah. Hey, Storm. Um, we're not here. <laughs> um, but the and the cool thing is, it's basically they all they seem to have voted that Gene is going to be the leader of the team because they, and they make jabs at Scott is like, is that how you do it on the champion Scott? And he's like, shut up, Bobby. So I, I was going to say, I can't help but notice that Scott's here. So is he both in champions and yeah. he's, he's pulling yeah. a Wolverine. Yeah. Is that what he's doing? I feel, I feel so bad for him because he's with the X-Men. They're like, why don't you go hang out with your friends, the champions and the champions <laughs> are like, shut up about the X-Men, Scott. He's like, no one wants me. <laughs> well, he is Scott. <laughs> he's awesome. Nobody likes Cyclops. No, I nobody important I've, at least. I've never been. A fan <laughs> I will fight all of you. <laughs> He's like a worse than no Daredevil. One, no one with any mother. <laughs> <laughs> I was excited to see magic pop up. I think that's this is about the time where I'm like, I kind of want to read the the gold. Damn it! She still has the weird things behind her head. I yeah, don't like those. And they, but they do the they do the kitty and magic best friends. Thing. Oh yeah, and so it's like. You can look past the weird headdress thing. Which, is it weirder than Havoc's? Havoc, I swear, has had the worst headgear of any comic book He doesn't wear any headgear now. It's fine. I know. Yeah, that's true. But I can't get that image out of my head (laughs) of, like, the tinfoil on his head. (laughs) Uh, Ah, Quentin Fire. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then it just kind of starts going through, and, you know, Kitty's going to lead, but on the condition that she orders Storm to stay with the X-Men. Because you know she needs to be a part of it still, and of course you know Storm Storm's will like, agree okay. to it. Okay, <laughs> and then they move. This is the part that kind of confused me at the end. It's because it's like they've moved. Apparently they've moved the mansion to Limbo to protect the mutants from humans. They're like we weren't safe in Westchester, um, so we we decided to move here to be safe. Um, and Kitty says we're we're gonna move the pl- we're gonna move the mansion someplace safe. And you, you flip it to the last page, and they've moved it to the middle of Central Park. I just see a lot of bad shit happening in Central Park at this point. Isn't that like the Hulk's landing pad? Like every time I see the Hulk in New York City, he slams somewhere into Central Park. Although, you know, to be fair, nobody goes to the center of Central Park. That's kind of – you don't 
do that. That's where the mutants hang out. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just, where the muties are at. You just don't. <laughs> I, I don't really know. I've just, it's one of those things. Always been told you don't go don't to the middle there. of Central Park. You just don't. Yeah, and I think there's, I still need to finish up the IVX stuff, but I bet you there's something to tie in with that, mm. why that's an okay place to be. I'm not sure. Yeah. That was that was just a confusing moment for me. I'm like, yeah. well, but they're just going back to, to I don't know, whatever. <laughs> they need to be close to where the Avengers are at for crossover purposes. They're exactly. <laughs> I I yeah, it makes me excited to read because uh, I'm probably going to read X Men Blue. I picked up the last issue of All New X Men. I still need the final issue of that, and I I enjoy I've enjoyed all of that. That's been a so, great series. That one, like Uncanny, kind of drops away after a little bit. Is not as good in my opinion but all they new all, they all, all wax new. and wane in goodness yeah all new <laughs> but see i don't i don't feel that with all new all new i feel has been no, strong I mean, all yeah, the way that, through that's not what know? i meant i meant like um uncanny it's oh, yeah, longer, yeah, 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 i mean yeah. it's just yeah okay there's, there's always a good one and there's always a yeah. bad one it seems mm-hmm. <clears throat> well i hope x-men blue is the good one because that's the one i'll be reading <laughs> i know that. charles Gold? blue Blue, <laughs> blue, so blue the '90s one, not the gold is the original. Blue is the original. No, blue is the original. Gold, gold is the sorry. '90s. And I think mm. that Charles said he was going to be reading the one with Kitty and Magic in it, so we can just compare notes. I'll go. be reading them both, but I like know. two years, two from years now. later. <laughs> um, you said your hope was to be caught. I up have at this failed point. <laughs> again. <laughs> All right, but so it's a lot of X Men books to read. Yes. So I mean, hell, you're you're. I am catching up. It's just <clears throat> slow. <laughs> so, for this last little bit right now, I wanted to kind of talk about space. <laughs> I don't even. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, for this last little bit, I wanted to talk about like stuff that that like that we nerd out about that isn't like necessarily comics or. Or movies or whatever, just stuff that we find interesting that we could go on and on about. And I know these these two guys over here that have been silent during our comic reviews have been waiting for this. So go ahead. They want to talk about space. Oh, that's what you said. Space. <laughs> All I heard is space, 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 and I was like, my my space. <laughs> and I I looked at the audio, and that's like a perfect cut to put after headphones on. Let's do this. Space. <laughs> They <laughs> put that at the end of the episode. Just copy and paste it. Space. I can do the whole space personality core from from Portal. <laughs> I mean, space, 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 space. space, 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 space we're going to talk about space. We kind of need a, a general direction, a starting off point. Black holes, <laughs> Mars. Or you just talk about space, space, huh? space. I think space, space is big. You're talking about space. But about space. so you guys, you guys hey, Dad, like are you, space? you guys yes, like. Sir. Like that's something that you guys can talk about the unknown, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like you, space interests you. Can't talk about the unknown. You don't know anything about the unknown. <laughs> we have theories and all sorts of shit about the unknown. <laughs> uh, tell there's a fucking black rabbit hole that's waiting for you is it, to is never it next, hit the bottom. Is it next to Chelsea's? The internet got the internet trolls. You'll got just Trump elected? You'll spin like a starfish a little, a little, all the way down. A little bit, a little bit. I'll be glad to show you the unknown. Oh my after god! The, after the show, I'll show you my black hole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus I'll but be go, your starfish. Go. What? Okay. What about that interests you? Like, what? May, what draws you to that? 
Uh, it's the the last frontier the humans have to explore besides, I mean, deep ocean. But yeah, fuck the ocean. Yeah, fuck yeah. the ocean. Yeah. We can't go down there. there, there <laughs> that's too much pressure for me. Oh, oh, I got it. It's a lot of pressure underwater. Okay, I don't know. Sharks. I can't do it. Fuck no. Space, I can Grizzly handle. Shark, shark you know. grizzlies? Shark grizzlies, yeah, yeah. I can handle black holes, no problem. You know, space sharks. Hey, space sharks I can deal with. Oh. But, you know, like actual like ocean shark? No, yeah. fuck that. <laughs> okay. So, as space, what well, I'll talk about what interests me the most about space is the concept of space and time being the exact same thing. That you can literally, like, transform time based on how much space you're going through at a certain speed. And that speed is not relevant to the time that you're in. Shit that'll keep me up at night. <laughs> so, dead so, relativity. so so let's let's take it. There's the the galaxy is spinning, right? Yes. Anything it near, is anything near the center is actually moving slower yes. than we are. Mm-hmm. So there could actually be newer stars. Mm-hmm. At the center of our galaxy than there are in the outside, mm-hmm. which is something that we don't really think about. You'd think as everything's gathering closer mm-hmm. to the center that it would be yeah, older. I, think, I yeah. think of like one of those spinny chits at the park when you were a kid that had the yeah. railing and you spin it. If you stand in the middle, you're okay. It's when yeah. you're out on the end, you're like, fucking kill me now. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. fly off and get yeah. sand everywhere. It, it, it's just weird that like there are stars that are in our galaxy moving faster than us that mm-hmm. are near us that could just that were literally born in our same timeline, <laughs> but because they're moving faster, they are not. They haven't even invented the fucking wheel yet. Type of deal. They mm-hmm. could have sentient beings on it that are a hundred thousand to a hundred million years behind us. Mm-hmm. Aliens. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's fucking nuts. Absolutely. So it's uh, this is one of those things that it started for me when I was a kid. Uh, my grandfather is an electrical engineer who worked for uh, General Electric, RCA. Uh, but before that, he worked for the the U.S. Army, the Army Army Corps of, uh, of Engineers, and from there he was uh, enlisted to work. On a tiny little project for the uh, uh, National Aeronautics, um, tiny little tiny little thing called the Eagle. So he worked on that project, um, you know, to put a goddamn man on the moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, poor Tom. He poor never Tom touched Hanks. the moon. But he did get to share a lot of close time with Kevin Bacon. He did. And Bill Paxton. That's worth it. That's worth it right there. So are you telling me he built all the diagrams for all of the like controls, lights, all that stuff in there? Uh, no, he, he actually the the component the component he built was part of the uh, the landing module that handled some of the radio communications and uh, landing radars. Okay, um, awesome. Which was really cool because uh, when I was a kid, he showed me the prototype, mm-hmm. which. When you're a kid, it, it that was not impressive well, at all. Yeah, it's now like, it, like, like he pulls the prototype out of the closet. Like, Look at this! I'm like, cool. It's, it's, it's made of metal. That's a box. Where's my Legos? It's a it box. Is, it appears to run on some form of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> it's a box. What does it do? He's like, eh, it's some stuff. Science. He puts it back. In. Eh, it did. It did stuff. Okay. 
So that's that's. But now you're like, I want that. Well, now, now <laughs> like I can actually go and look at what he did and be like amazed mm-hmm. uh, at, at shit. So that's where the fascination started for me, and it it exploded the moment uh, the moment someone explained to me. It was probably about eight years old. I can't even remember who explained this to me, but they explained that every like probably every single star we can see has probably already exploded. Yeah. Sky <laughs> like, full of ghosts. Yeah. Like all those, yeah. They're they're unless they're planets, yeah, they probably already they're probably already dead and exploded. Like okay. Uh, at that point I had to figure out how that works. Uh, and it's it's escalated, and it kind of built off uh, the the stuff I learned from my grandfather uh, in the, the incredible feats of engineering that took that ha- had to take place to get people from the surface of this tiny blue dot just a little ways up, just just over there, just a little just bit down down the street. <laughs> like <laughs> this is the hardest po- thing we could possibly do, and. In the, grand scheme, it out. Things, in the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things. And now they figured out how to make a rocket that can launch, land itself. Mm-hmm. It, it, it autonomously lands yeah. itself on a barge in the water. Yeah. And then they can do it again. And then you, the were, same, you were talking uh, about the, the SpaceX. Yeah, thing. that's what yeah, SpaceX just did. Is that, is that yeah, for the is? first time. Yeah, so they've been working on their reusable rocket booster. That can come back and, and land, do a vertical fucking landing, like in the cartoons. God damn it! Yeah, yeah without like, a coyote I don't, on the motherfucker. I don't know who couldn't watch the video of that happening for the first time. Going, it's like in the <laughs> rockets don't do that. <laughs> they <laughs> do in it. the future. Well, well, so. well technically, I mean, uh, the the it's the basic concept of like mm-hmm. landing the pods on yeah. the moon. It's just. Uh, more gravity and about oh I don't know half a million to a million pounds more, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just a little, yeah, just a little bit. It's, and uh, so you, you've got to get the correct amount of thrust, and you've got to have the right amount of RTS, which is your stabilization yeah. as it's coming down, and you've got to have landing gear that can handle that weight, even if it's going one mile an hour. The moment it sets down, you're putting more pressure than its actual weight on the landing gear. So they had to literally engineer those legs to withstand this building we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Just go. And I will fight anybody <laughs> who ever tells me that an engineer is not a fucking scientist. Civil engineers. God damn it. <laughs> Civil engineers are cancer, but engineers are awesome. <laughs> uh, is, is SpaceX uh, Elon Musk's yes. thing? Okay. Yeah. Not a yeah. huge fan of Elon Musk, but. SpaceX is awesome. But his money is fantastic. His money is fantastic. <laughs> the fact that he wants us to get us the fuck off of his planet is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, today Did they... you sign up for the Mars thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. So this one, I was like, I'll sign up for this. I wonder if I, wonder if I should tell my wife. <laughs> They're like, they'll need film critics on Mars. How, how will I'm, they know what's good? <laughs> I'm wondering if they knew something was rock, going to happen that and that's kind shit. of like... The nowadays art, or the nowadays art, they're like, okay, we've got to have people on Mars by this time because Earth's fucked. <laughs> we got about <laughs> so we need to figure out. Yeah, uh, talking about space uh, with propulsion, mm-hmm. um, we actually figured out that you can use microwave energy as propulsion. Yet yeah. NASA doesn't want to use it. 
Probably because they can't afford to use it. No, no, no it's so simple. It was a, it was a, a, a English. Um, he had engineer six microwaves. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, he actually he actually got an an immense amount of thrust out of just using the microwave in his home. Right, and he developed this system that takes that microwave energy and super focuses it. Mm-hmm. And it it just uh, that tiny little thing had so much thrust. We're talking like it had like eighty horsepower for one little motor. Now imagine you blow that up, you could literally launch from the earth. Without using any fuel whatsoever, and they don't know why it works. So they have no idea maybe why that's it works. Why, maybe well, that's but, why. Yeah, that's the, the deal. one reason they don't really want to do it. Zero space in zero space in the vacuum. Yeah, it has an endless amount of thrust. Right, hmm. which means you could take the what is it uh, the eighteen month fucking trip to Mars or whatever it is mm. and turn it into two weeks. Hmm. So literally, we could go colonize Mars by the time I die. So. So mm-hmm. that's an amazing so concept. You remember remember my superpower where I can take random information and relate it back to something? Um, <laughs> when you How said, does this relate to Daredevil, Luke? Tell us. When he said microwave thrust, uh-huh. all I could think of was, well, Matt Murdock made that microwave thrust directly into that Russian guy's face. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. With because like three horsepower. It's been confirmed. Yep. yep. Matt Murdock works for NASA. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, but kind of going with uh, from space and how you were talking about like like the stars and stuff that um, that actually kind of kind of sort of segues into like one of my things that I nerd out about one is one is history like I love Mm -hmm. I love history especially like like like, the early the early gotta leave the past behind you Luke but I also, since I'm a giant 10-year-old and I love comic <laughs> books and Star Wars, I also love dinosaurs. I always have. I've never grown out of mm-hmm. that. So I love paleontology, and I'm about to get poetic as fuck right now. Mm-hmm. So just just deal with it. But one thing I have always wanted to do is go out to, like, a dig site mm-hmm. and, you know, from uncovered fossils and look, you know, look down, you know, under the – at night – and look up because I just want that feeling of being able to, you know, look up and you're looking into the past and then look down and you're looking into the past mm-hmm. and just that, I don't know, that feeling that you would get from that. I want that. Like right. a historical Well, the Oreo. best part about it, the best part yes. of it, cause I've, I've actually done that. Mm-hmm. The best part about it is you can look down at the bones and go, fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm the still survivor, here. bitch. <laughs> Look at you. You're fucking dead. Look at you. You're dead, rocks you, now. You dead son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but no, that's it's just something that has always, you know, again, since I was a kid, mm-hmm. and since I think it had to have been Jurassic Park because I was like right <laughs> at I was right at that age that I was I think I was like eight or something like Shit, that when that you. came out. I was just <laughs> like eyes just wide like those fucking dinosaurs. Those are awesome. <laughs> Because before that, it's all like, you know, the dinosaurs standing upright and stuff <laughs> like that. And, like, I love all of the scientific um, discoveries. That mm-hmm. they, they say now is the golden age of paleontology because right. they're now able to find well, we, yeah. a lot more stuff with the technology we have. Right. And they also have to, like... Uncluster fuck what uh, two guys did in the oh, it early was more 1900s. Than just two guys. It was more than just two well, guys. It was a, a whole flock of them. In America, it was uh, it was 
Marsh and Cope, those are like uh-huh. the the Bone Wars guys. They yeah, were just like history. They were just like <laughs> fucking that's a dinosaur. Oh fucking no, that's a dinosaur. And it was the same thing. Yeah. And they're like, guys, you didn't. They're the same thing. So now it's a lot of whittling down. Like yeah. you know, there used to be a shitload, and they're like, no, that's just a baby. That's not a new species. That's right. just a baby because they realized through the study that just like mammals, like mm-hmm. they look different when they grow. Yeah. They don't come out of the egg looking like they're going to look when they're 40 a feet long. miniature version oh, yeah, of the yeah. adult. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> that same shit. That same shit happens um, across archaeology mm-hmm. and anthropology. Fucking the pit down man. Was one oh, yeah. with uh, yeah. happened with uh, anthropology, and mm-hmm. that's just one. There have been dozens of them. Yeah, where they look at this new species we found. No, that's that's just the same one. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's the same thing, guys. No, and no, no. Look, we put it with these other bones. Like those don't go together, <laughs> man. Those don't. That <laughs> like uh, there was the whole thing with <laughs> excuse me the uh, the brontosaurus. Yeah, that. Did it like, destroy? Like, did it destroy you? Like it destroyed me when you found out that the brontosaurus was is, not a real thing. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. So they did five years mm-hmm. after. So in nineteen like eleven. Yeah. They said no, no, it's not a brontosaurus. It's actually an earlier described species called an apatosaurus. Mm-hmm. So five years after they named it, mm-hmm. they said it wasn't true. Right. But the people liked that name better, so everybody used it. Even mm-hmm. though, so it's been wrong since five years yeah. after they discovered it, right? Mm-hmm. So finally, finally, the Apatosaurus thing has come through, and mm-hmm. yeah. So what they did is they renamed another species that was not named yet to Barontosaurus. Mm-hmm. So technically, there is so now, yeah, a Barontosaurus and an Apatosaurus. Right. But he's but, not a real brontosaurus. Is there a brachiosaurus? Still? <laughs> there yes, was never yes. a real brontosaurus. There was never a real <laughs> brachiosaurus. Your upright apatosaurus. Yeah, your well, flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. The brachiosaurus, are like mm-hmm. the beginning of uh, right. Jurassic Park, the ones that are yeah. Yeah. huge uh-huh. and tall, yeah. uh-huh. long necks. and like the the apatosaurus, the Jurassic World, the ones that are all killed uh-huh. and like laid out. Oh, uh-huh. so mm-hmm. yeah. about tree video. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love that stuff. And then even just like this week, they made a discovery. They have been classifying dinosaurs mm-hmm. by their hips. Like mm-hmm. the they, the biggest branch is yeah. there's the ornithischian and the saurischian. Mm-hmm. And that's just the way that like one hip bone, um, on some of them, they both go back one direction and yeah. on the other one it splits. Like if you've ever seen a T-Rex, you'll see that one that comes out in the front. It kind of looks like a boot. Mm-hmm. That is a – that was a branch – and then there was a, like the Stegosaurus and the mm-hmm. Triceratops. Theirs went back. Yeah. And they were a branch. But now they're saying that there's actually the um, the theropods, which are like your T-Rex, your Velociraptor, what birds evolved from. Mm-hmm. Um, they are their own one, and all of the other ones are in another one. They're saying there's a even further up split. In the evolutionary trees, mm-hmm. and they've been classifying them that way for like 130 years, something like that. So now it's kind of, and this is just this week. So yeah, there's obviously a lot of older paleontologists. Oh, going, nope, nope, 
Nope, you're wrong. <laughs> it's That's crazy. different. That's different than what yeah. I know. You're wrong. You're, you've never seen a fight like a paleontologist fight. <laughs> <laughs> they use little shovels. <laughs> little shovels. Ain't no party Shiny like a paleontologist party. Oh, yeah. And rock hammers. You want bone dust in your eye, motherfucker? <laughs> bone it gets dirty. Get out my brush. They get bad. <laughs> but have you, have you ever had a chance to, be, to, uh, to go into the, the bone room? At the like a paleontology lab? At, at yep. the Natural History mm-hmm. Museum? Mm-hmm. So, I thought it was the bone so room in like West lab. Hollywood. No, I, that's a different bone that's room. Where all the boner well, no. donors go. So it's it's not really called the bone room anymore, but it, it used to be. Um, so before before we got that the really nice new natural mm-hmm. history museum, we had this, that kind of shitty. Uh, it was just really old. I can't. I shouldn't call it shitty. <laughs> it was old. Outdated. It was small. Yeah, there you go. Um, but they had the they had a basement that was just full. Of all of the all of the the plaster casts, um, they, mm. they they didn't have space to open them or look at them. They were just on shelves. Uh, so I, when I was when I was going to school there, um, <laughs> actually one of the anthropology professors, you probably mm. know him, uh, if you had watched the PBS children's cartoon Dinosaur Train. Yeah, I know exactly who you're Doctor talking S- about. Doctor Scott. <laughs> yep. Uh, he was one. He was one. Of my, he was one of the, my paleontology professors. Uh, when I was going to school mm-hmm. and his office was down there just adjacent to the bone room. Um, actually, it was just down the hall from my anthropology professor the too. The bone room? Yes. And that's, it was, it <laughs> was we literally, it was literally, it is literally, it was literally a goddamn room <laughs> just packed that is exa- with these plaster casts. And of like bones? They, they weren't even on shelves. It, they were just like stacked on each other. That is, bones that is, bones? That's yeah. how the Weber State Anthropology yeah. lab looks currently. <laughs> and then they got and then they got the new museum and they have this mm-hmm. that beautiful. Wall. They have a wall of ceratopsian uh-huh. skulls that show like the evolution mm-hmm. and where they branch out at mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing. So that the one you can see as you're walking through the museum and you mm-hmm. can kind of see into their archives. Yep. They have they have the one that's still like half in the plaster. Mhm. Uh, or at least they, they have had for a while. I think they've finished extracting most of it now. But that skull had been sitting in the basement of that, the old Natural History Museum for so long. I remember walking through the museum when they first opened the new one. And I saw that sitting there going, I fucking know that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I walk past that thing at least once a week. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it uh, The Thanksgiving point. Museum uh-huh. of Ancient Life in uh, Utah here. They had uh, – they pulled – there's a mm-hmm. big, like, block that they pulled out from mm-hmm. down in St. George that they think has between, like, I think it's like 15 and 20 mm-hmm. Utah Raptor yeah. fossils in it. And they mm-hmm. have that in their lab right mm-hmm. now, and it's just torn open. And like mm-hmm. you can just see the guys like with these little, I mean, li- yeah, the they're little in there tiny, with dental tools, and they're just it's... chipping it away at a time. Uh-huh. And they, so they still have the bottom of it still in plaster. They've just taken a little bit of the plaster mm-hmm. off, and they're just working on it. It's and I'm just like, so much. I want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I've laughs> like got... I don't have. I, it's weird because I don't have a patience yeah. with a lot of stuff like that. But with that, mm-hmm. I would just be like so focused in tunnel vision. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd be able to mm-hmm. – I'd, I'd just be able to just focus on it and do that and not be bored out of my mind. We need to, we need to, we need to go to the, the museum. Yes. And, yes, we do. And do one of their – we can well, – I'll, I'll try to set up something in the – to go, awesome. go through the, the back rooms. Awesome. 
Do you have a favorite dinosaur? Shit. Does any Ankylosaur? <laughs> do you guys have a favorite dinosaur? I, no. Raptor, okay. so, obviously. So Utah I, Raptor, I do. I do have an affinity for the for the Ankylosaur, but mostly because my kids latched onto that thing when they were little, and it's like, oh, it's an Ankylosaur, like you, Dad. <laughs> That's that's you. <laughs> Your spirit dinosaur. Wait, wait, dinosaur? wait. Where did they think that you had a uh, bulbous tail? No, it's because it, of the it was na- No, it was because of the name. It was dead ass. It's Kyle. The, it's oh, the Kyle. name. Yes, it was the. Oh, yes. Kyle. I get it. Right. Are you googling it, Ryan? Get it. No, I know what Ankylosaur okay. is. Okay. I just yeah. can't remember the name of the <laughs> but one. What's the dinosaur that has the tail with all the spikes on it? So Stegosaurus. The Stegosaurus. With yeah. the plates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, Stegosaurus. I always thought he could bone do plates. some damage. Stegosaurus is a, it's kind of a badass. Yeah. Did that? Is, is that the same period as the Tyrannosaur? No. No. Uh, that's no. the other that, thing that blows yeah, my fucking no shit. mind. They're, oh, they're so, different. They're so, different so, so many years apart. So. From the era where a Stegosaurus died to when the first Tyrannosaurus Rex showed up is a longer period of time than from the last T-Rex to us. Mm-hmm. No shit. That is how yeah. long the fucking dinosaurs yeah. were here. So, right. oh. sorry. It's amazing. No, I'm sorry. The Earth is only 6,000 years old. Get out! Not today. Save it for the outcasts. <laughs> Not today, Satan. <laughs> They just died because they couldn't get on the ark. <laughs> so, <laughs> so is that? is that yours or is it just a affinity that you have I, for it? It's an affinity I, I have. Um, I can't even remember. I I've always really liked the uh, the the Utah Raptor because mm-hmm. I. It's hard to not big it, turkey. It's, it's hard to not. It's hard to not. So, but that yeah. was you know that was the the perfect hunter this, when I was a kid. That was the the new dinosaur. Yeah. So that so was the big shit right in, there. In Jurassic Park, they say velociraptors, but they're velociraptors no. were like the size they're of chickens. a golden retriever. They're, they're like ti- they're like chicken dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. The ones you see in Jurassic Park are Utah, are Utah raptors. Yeah. yeah, so they're, they're about six the foot size. or more. That's mm-hmm. the size that they really were, mm-hmm. but they had feathers. Yeah. And not like normal looking feathers either. These were like fucked up looking yeah, feathers, like quills. You find the the cool. you've seen the fossils of the feathers. Those are not fucking feathers. Well, Except, like I don't care what yeah. you tell me; those are not those are something else. I'm gonna have like. to have a whole <laughs> other discussion because they just discovered another one. But so you'd say Utah Raptor, Utah Raptor, yeah, Utah Raptor is up there for me, right yeah. there. I have I have a hard time deciding, but I have two. I really like the Dilophosaurus. Dilophosaurus, he's cool. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't have frills and it doesn't shoot venom. But I always thought its skull. Looked really cool. It's got the two crests on yeah. it, and they were like fifteen feet long and uh-huh. like seven feet tall. So they were a little bit bigger than Utah Raptor, but I just—they've got like a little crook in front of. The, I can't remember what it's called in front of their the snout, kind of like a crocodile does, mm-hmm. and it just makes the teeth look nasty. And they've got like this really big overbite, which mm-hmm. makes them kind of look a little goofy. But they were around, and they were <laughs> they were awesome. But I really also like the Allosaurus. Allosaurus is cool because that—that's Utah State fossil. That's Utah State fossil. He's like but, a t- he's like a tiny little T Rex. I didn't even know there was such a thing as a state mm. fossil. Yeah. Oh, dude, you've got so many. <laughs> but um, the yeah. cool thing that New I York says every Rothschild. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, like five people are going to get that joke, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure three of them are in this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
But the cool thing I liked about them is like the T Rex has never had to take down the big like sauropod long neck yeah. things. They always they were just triceratops and were mm-hmm. really their main source of food. Mm-hmm. Allosaurus was smaller than T Rex, and they were taking down these big fucking mm-hmm. guys. Because their jaws could open oh and God. really fall. Oh, God. Yeah, that's and right. And they would, like, hatch it into right. the side and just drag their teeth, just uh-huh. clawing and slashing. And, and, and they, then they'd and get they off. Appara- and they apparently hunted in packs. Yeah. Well, not like, like, like that. Like, like, not huge ones, but... Like two but or three. There were, there, they didn't... They were not, they were not solo... Because they usually they usually find they usually find them in sets of, yep. of two or three at least. Yeah, and they would just like. And if one they, was hunting alone, it would be smaller prey, obviously. But if they needed to take down yeah. something big, they had to go in packs. Yeah. And they, so, I mean, they how the said, fuck do you take down just a, like a, that a brachiosaur yeah. with uh, just one of those? I mean, you have a chance, but if that <laughs> that brachiosaur whips around, that tail can break the speed of sound. Yeah. and fucking kill them. Yeah, that's the, the uh, brachiosaur. Yeah, brutal. but. You know, that also scared the shit out of the Brachiosaur because he's like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I did the, <laughs> I did the thing. thing. <laughs> but Although they, I, I just, they, I imagine they're like stupid as shit. Like, <laughs> like, they had, they're just like, the cows of the time. They, they're even stupider than cows, man. Um, but like, they died they can because tell, they forgot how to eat. Like the air, oh, the water's gone. I might as well just oh. die. Um, about the, uh, <laughs> they can tell that the Allosaurus did that too because of the muscle attachments on the back mm-hmm. of the neck where the T-Rex, all of the muscles in the jaw. So that's how they can tell mm-hmm. that that thing had a bite Bone force. Crushing. It would just, <laughs> you're fucking done. But Allosaurus didn't have that. It had like on the back of the skull where the neck is. So it had like mm-hmm. really strong neck muscles for like thrashing its neck and doing that hatchet thing. And they can tell all that just like by the attachments where it's the muscles so metal, hit. bro. Yeah, they, they were the most metal dinosaurs. Like, <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> but yeah, you like the stegosaurus? That was yours. Yeah, that was mine. Mm-hmm. Ryan, did you find yours? Found me, found a plesiosaurus. Not a dinosaur, huh? It's not a dinosaur. <laughs> it's a marine reptile. Yes, that's so, fine. That's fine. Um, no, that's so fine. the one ends in the yeah, source. So uh, my my question about the stegosaurus, if it's not Jurassic or Jurassic, was it? Triassic? It was Jurassic. Mm-hmm. Was the T Rex was in Cretaceous. Cretaceous. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I get those mixed up. No, uh, Ryan. All of the like underwater ones were yeah. were reptiles, and then mm-hmm. so were the flying ones. Mm-hmm. Allosaur was Jurassic. Or yes. was, okay. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Then what's in the Triassic? He still not likes much. it. No. Not much. Yeah, not, much. Okay. not a whole lot. Not that much. was that's like the era of, of trilobites and. Okay. Well, you, you had archosaurs at the and end that turned and, into yeah big well, ass that was big the, ass crocodiles and shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That was the ending period, right? Or was that was the beginning? Beginning. Yeah. Okay. So that was okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. You yeah, really yeah. want to see fucked up shit though? Look at the Cambrian fossils. <laughs> Okay. They look. That was like like evolution had no fucking clue what it was doing. <laughs> it was like put a leg there. Sure, that's fine. Okay. Hey, you, you hey, want... hey! Look, let's put the skull on the outside. <laughs> let's see how that works. You want to know? You want to <laughs> see something that'll bake your noodle? I don't know if anybody here's watched Cosmos or the Cosmos with uh, uh, Neil Tyson Degrassi, but when he explains how evolution might have developed eyeballs, uh-huh. that's fucking weird. It's, and imagine how long it took for them uh-huh. to adapt to make eyes. Oh yeah, well, it's yeah, yeah. Greatest thing, greatest thing in the world is is sitting there and watching that with my kids. Oh fuck, I've watched, watching it like eight or nine times well, easily. Well, I can't. Okay, 
watching <laughs> watching Cosmos with my son is one of the most amazing, joyful experiences and also the most painful experience <laughs> I, I, I can ever imagine. The questions after questions after well, questions? Not just questions after questions. So it's like an hour-long show. Mm-hmm. And it takes us three hours to watch it because he – he has to – okay, wait, stop. He has to stop and decompress. Yeah. Hang on. No, he's like, hang on, stop. Okay, so is this this is how it was work. So now I need to know exactly how this works. So we have to like sit there and do research projects. <laughs> that's that's good watching. though. It's amazing. That's absolutely – It's, it's absolutely You've got a amazing, brilliant son. But man. it's fucking work. The, yeah. God but damn it. Do I want to just watch my science. Do not You're fucking, fucking making me – that though. I would have killed to have had that kind of urge yeah. as a child. Yeah, you know what I did? I gave him a phone and I taught him how to Google. <laughs> do you I do said, you have here. one, Ryan? What? Since I shot down. Your <laughs> no, still my favorite. Okay. No, I like the Ankylosaurus a lot too. But, but Sam yeah. already stole it, and I was like, "Oh, I'll look up that that aquatic one." So then <laughs> he, it's not. He a real called dinosaur. it what Justin called it. <laughs> Ankylosaurus. I. Mm-mm. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's 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 hard to not because it's spelled like ankle. Yep. yep. Yeah. It's spelled like ankle, but it's. Ankylosaur. Ankylosaur. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that that always it took me. I said that on purpose that way. It took it, seriously. It took me training. Dude, Justin did that. I'm like, what the that. fuck are you talking about? And he's like, the kilosaur. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never heard the of that. ankylosaur. And he goes, the one you were talking about. I'm like, oh, the ankylosaur. Okay, he he will actually <laughs> him. Well, actually, uh, <laughs> which I just noticed that I did oh, to you, and oh, I apologize. That's okay. Oh, um, that was that was some straight up paleo splaining right there. Get <laughs> <laughs> to write down paleo splaining. <laughs> You guys, You're what do you oh what God. do you geek out about that you just fucking love? Real girls. I'm, I'm probably not going to go off like you guys did by any means, but my uh, music would probably be my thing. Awesome. Yeah. That's um What are some of your favorite? Like what 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 are some of your favorite and what draws you to that? Like what draws you to the Well, like music? so I grew up in Utah, LDS household. There was not a lot of music in the house. So not a lot of kids. My, you guys have an Iron Maiden in the basement. My, that was the, the rebellious older sister. Yeah. Right <laughs> um, so, like, my dad wasn't really into music. Uh, so, what, whatever I heard was from my mother, and she was into like country western stuff. So, I'd hear a lot of that stuff, and well, you know, the the good old like Johnny Cash, Johnny, yeah, they, that's good. Willie that's, Nelson, Hank Williams, yeah, Senior, like oh yeah. That's, the good stuff. But, you know, it's still, it's the LDS mentality. So you've got the Everly Brothers and the Beach Boys. And, you know, you did, there wasn't a lot of, you know, music. Diversity. You, you did know, it make I, you want to go to California? Uh, growing, growing up, I, you know, music wasn't a thing for me. I, and I think it was about middle school. I had a friend who, uh, this again, LDS family, you're going you're gonna to learn an instrument and you're going to practice, you know, so many hours a day, every day. And... It was always piano with them, but he decided he wanted to learn how to play guitar. So um, I would go over there, and he would they, – they, you know, they had a couple of guitars in the house, and he would pick one up, and he's like, I've learned this. I'm going to teach you this part on the guitar so I can play this part, and, you're, and it, you know, it'll be the yeah. whole thing. So he kind of taught me how to read – and not really read music. With, with guitar, they have this stuff called tablature, which mm-hmm. is basically yeah, yeah. cheating yep. at all. Yep. Um that's how I learned. How I, to play I, I, I've played guitar since I was seven, yeah. so I'm nerding so out. So I think in my head I right think now. the the guitar for me 
that's kind of what started it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the first seat when I got a CD player, the first CD I went out and bought was a Steve Vai CD. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean the soundtrack for yeah. Guitar Center? <laughs> <laughs> Every uh, Guitar Center I've ever got into. Oh, God. Steve Vai. All right. All right. Hang on. How many times have you watched Crossroads? I've only seen it a couple times. Uh, that was more because it was Ralph Macchio and he was the <laughs> was dream boy. That was my sister liked that movie because of Ralph Macchio. <laughs> The Karate but, Kid? My, yeah. My but at the theme. end, the end scene, when that would come on, I'd be like, okay, let's watch him play against the yeah. devil. <laughs> I think my I think my older brother must have watched that movie at least 37 times and then one summer. 37? <laughs> but now you bring Gunsmith up... Gunsmith Now, when I bring up Crossroads to people, when I ask them if they've seen that, uh-huh. they immediately go to Britney Spears. Oh, God damn it. And I'm like, she fuck fucking you, Britney God. Spears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, the one with Britney Spears? No. No, Karate Kid. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I nerd out over music. I and it's like I can go from like Beethoven to Megadeth. Oh, you yeah. know, depending on my mood. It's there's certain stuff that I I can't. I'm not a big. There are some rap songs I like. Not not big on the rap. Not big on the country. Country nowadays for country me. Country nowadays is not nowadays, country. Yeah, 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 it's not yeah. country. Mm-mm. Um, like you too. I could. Do without you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I thought like, I was the I only one on her. Like, Fuck you. Too. Don't worry. I had a, I had a, I had a friend who was just determined to get me to like you too, and we went over to his house one day after work, and you know had a had a little bit to smoke. He's, like, he's just he starts, playing. He's, he's playing putting, one note with delay. Yeah, he over starts putting over stuff again. in. He goes over to the DVD player, puts a DVD in. I'm like, what are we? What are we watching? He's like, just wait. And he get he goes to the part of the concert. So, and I see, you know, you see Bono first. Oh fuck, we're watching you two. <laughs> just watch this song, okay? And it he goes off on this spiel about this little boy who stepped on a landmine, and and he has this whole story before the song. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh fuck. I'm watching this. <laughs> Where, and he where's starts, the soapbox? And he finally starts singing. And then like halfway through the song, he like comes up to the edge of the stage. And he gets down on his knees and he's singing. And he's got his fist up. And at that point, I'm like, "You can turn this off at any point. I'm done. I was done." <laughs> so I've I've only ever watched like like I like music. Um, I've ever only ever watched two like live like DVD you know uh-huh. stuff like that. One was more recent. It was the Foo Fighters at Wembley. And that was awesome because they ended it playing Zeppelin songs, nice. where yeah. they brought out John Paul Jones and mm-hmm. Dave Grohl went and played the drums, and Dave Grohl is amazing. But the other one that my brother had on repeat in high school was Rush in Rio, <sighs> over and over <laughs> and over. It was like that was his thing. He just watched Rush over and over. So I know. Every Rush song from that live recording <laughs> doesn't make me not like them. It's I, just it Rush, took a while. Rush for me is a mood I, thing. I, I like the, those three guys and what they can do. They make a lot music of music wise. Fucking Neil awesome. Peart, god of drums. Man. But when Getty Lee opens his mouth, I'm done. I actually have a confession. When I was a kid and I used to listen to that, I used to think it was like. Uh, uh, What's her face though? Yeah. Winged of yeah, yeah. Song. I yeah, used to Stevie think Stevie. Yeah, yeah Stevie Nicks. Was, I uh, used to think uh, it was like a Stevie uh, Nicks singer. Yeah, I did. And uh, then I saw a picture uh, of him. I'm like, see, no. like, I, I could, could be. I could, could be. I could go with never seeing 
him in person because that is he's, not a good looking yeah, guy. Yeah. He is looks like a giant ginger. He looks goblin. like he should be in <laughs> big should be in JRL yeah. token. Yeah. Fucking yeah. yeah. Look. Let me show you a picture, Ryan, so. while he continues. Just pull one up from the seventies yeah. with this. Yeah. But no, I, I seriously like Rush, and I, as a you know, uh, person who really loves music and loves instruments all around, not just band instruments mm-hmm. like you know a guitar and bass, and, but the drums. Like Neil Peart is a god on the drums, and he's done some stuff still to this day, like that people have to ingrain in. If they want to go on offbeats, you ingrain a lot of shit that Neil Peart, like, did. Hmm. You know? Well, yeah, his... But really, he was just borrowing from Ringo Starr. <laughs> oh, <God>. Kind <laughs> of. <laughs> kind of. But, no, like, like, Neil Peart's drum set was the first one I ever saw that had 23 cymbals. Oh, and it's, it's like they've got to lower tongs. him into it because it just and, goes around. The yeah. Guy. And the crazy part is, is there is some songs that he plays... Every single fucking drum on his set. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and there was a there was a ta- talking about live things. They did a live in, uh, I think it was a live in it, somewhere in Europe, like Germany or uh, Belgium. Belgium. It was a live in Belgium thing, and he just went off on a solo for like twelve minutes. I felt like it was only like two because the whole time I was just like, "Holy fucking shit!" This man just like. Going bam, bam, just reaching behind him oh, yeah. and hitting shit without even looking at it, and it's just it's beautiful. If you close your eyes, it's beautiful as too. But the moment you open your eyes, it becomes magic. You're just like, how the fuck are you doing that? He's amazing. So yeah, that's a band that I wouldn't put on the top of my list, but I do respect. Oh yeah, what mm-hmm. they do. It's yeah, and there. Well, there's bands that I absolutely hate, like uh, uh, Avenged Sevenfold. I'm a metal fan. I hate Avenged Sevenfold. Mm-hmm. Just don't like them. But the guitarist, um, uh, 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 Sinister Gates, that son of a bitch is amazing. So, so you're telling me someone named their child Sinister? Mm-hmm. I, think like, he, I think he changed his name. I don't really know his history. Sinister, too much. Come here. Uh, that's like um, if you if you take out the singer, the bassist, mm-hmm. and the drummer, and just let him play, I could listen to that all day. Uh, you familiar with John Five at all? Uh, yeah, John Five, who, who who played for Rob Zombie, right? Uh, he plays for Rob Zombie now. He used to now, play for yeah, Manson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but... Yeah. I actually have one of his guitar got, lesson DVDs. I've got a few of his solo CDs, and it's like, this guy's just sitting in the back on mm-hmm. the Marilyn Manson. I'm like, what? No. He needs He's to. like, no, everyone pay attention <laughs> to the guy with yeah. fake tits. <laughs> 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 just, just ignore the man in the corner. <laughs> uh, I guess when they came to town uh, a few years back, it was Manson and Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Manson's guitar player was sick, and John Five played both shows. Yeah, because he like, played oh, with Oh, my God, that would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't know who he was until I, I bought an instructional DVD because I was trying to do more advanced stuff, um, and I was like, "This dude's kind of weird." But I was sitting there watching him play, and it just his fingers are amazingly oh, yeah. fluid. Yeah, it's, and his timing is that's uncanny. <laughs> that's just like, said. um, we'll try this. He's just like, "What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Do you sleep with that thing?" That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, and then amazingly it was fluid. cool to learn that he he wasn't just like a one trick pony going with one band the whole time. Yeah. He he made a career out of you know joining multiple bands and being a producer, and yeah, yeah, there, he's he's an amazing. There there seem there seem to be at least five guitar guitarists uh, that that did that in the nineties. 
and early 2000s that just kind of moved from band to band. Um, um, Zach Wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Zach fucking Wild. Yeah. Did it, and he's, when it comes to taking like that, that bluesy style and turning it into metal, it's amazing to listen to mm-hmm. Zach Wild go. But he can do pretty much anything you want him to. Like Zach Wild's another one, but my favorite still to this day is is Dimebag for his originality in a time where everything was getting bag. just dry and <laughs> yeah. three chorded again, so like you know old school country three chords and yeah. all that stuff. People just kind of went with that that Beatles uh, 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 simple is the best option, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. which worked for the Beatles and for a ton of bands. But then you get Dimebag Darrow who comes up and goes, "I wonder if I just." fucking harmonic and squeal the living shit out of it how that would work in a fucking song yeah and it was amazing like cowboys from hell was one of the best fucking albums he kind of just had an approach of going okay how can i take this very simple guitar lick Mm. and beat the shit out of it with a (laughs) with a hammer and then distort it oh yeah and then just uh you know apply some Whammy bar, and then we're good. <laughs> yeah. like, so is yeah. that enough, Whammy bar? No, I, Whammy and the wah pedal. Yeah, that's what I need to do. Yeah, I wanted Wham- that Floyd Whammy. Rose Tremello for the longest time when I got into <laughs> him. I'm just like, I want that Floyd Rose Tremello, dude. So I go, <laughs> All right. That's one of those things everybody wanted, nobody needed. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I yeah. would have used it. I've got everybody some of those things. Yeah. Oh, fucking guitar gimmicks, man. They pissed me <laughs> off. Oh. All right. We still have one more person to get to. <laughs> Ryan. What do you nerd out about, Ryan? Everything I always nerd out about. I am a, I am a generic nerd. You are an engineer, sir. I are you a... not? Yes. Yes, I am. You like fish. Do you not nerd out about that? Oh, yeah, for sure. There you go. Um, no, I, For those so, that don't know, what type of engineer are you? I'm an electrical engineer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you have his interest. <laughs> <laughs> you got um, the D's interest. One of these days, I'm going to show you the, uh, the, the, the patented diagram. I'll, I'll get a picture of it. It's the, the patented of diagram. Of his dick. Of the protected circuit. I actually want to see that as a fucking space nerd. I won't. I would love to see that. Uh, I'll, I'll find it. It's it's that would be it's, like finding an old treasure a, map. It's from it's the in, it's in, it's engraved in bronze on my on my grandfather's wall. That's that's his patent, by the way. I I, I would love to see that. I, I enjoyed listening to you talk about that. Um, and I like I like aquatic stuff. I like water. I love going to aquariums. I love fish. I love how ha- I've had a fish tank since I was in the third grade and I have always like maintained my fish it tank and is so horribly stuff. maintained. I, <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> you would have Just a heart attack if you saw the one with my, in there. my roommates have. Um, so I've always, I've always loved fish and I've always loved water and I've always, that's what I, I, it fascinates me. You guys talk about space, everything, which I'm totally into. But the places that we haven't explored on our own planet, the stuff that I mean, we're they're still discovering too new pressure. species of, of of aquatic animals all the time, mm-hmm. um, and we still haven't reached the bottom of our planet. What is but, your favorite classification of aquatic life? Like. Do you like fish or octopus or uh, yeah. <laughs> underwater mammals? Oh God, jellies, cephalopods freak me out. They're awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, octopuses are amazing. Octopuses. Not the Japanese kind. <laughs> um, I also am like you, 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 when you said that space was the, was the final frontier that that man was explore. Um, I think that there are there's stuff beyond space. 
there because there's there are other dimensions like what it like <laughs> like explode like like if you, you have like if you take a point that is one dimension and then you have two dimensions that's a line three dimensions that's a, a sphere four dimensions moving in time mm-hmm. five six seven eight nine ten dimensions you just keep going. Uh, things now we we're getting into DMT. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the ten levels of reality. You want to explore there's, there's an ayahuasca. Am- there's an amazing. <laughs> there's an amazing video that explains all of that kind of stuff. It's called Imagining the Tenth Dimension. It goes into. It starts off very basic and gives you the framework so you can start understanding. So I what, wouldn't melt watching it. No, okay. it's amazing. Um, and and it talks about like like. These really abstract concepts, but it puts it in really concrete terms. Like, so you have you have a piece of paper that's a two dimensional plane. Mm-hmm. Well, what a, if you take that piece of paper and you fold it and put two points together? You've folded it in the third dimension, but to a two dimensional creature, you would be teleporting, or you would be doing something instantaneous, which doesn't make sense to them. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, that's how you get the upside down. <laughs> and so, then we have to fight fucking demigorgons. <laughs> Do, but yeah. don't worry, Barb will be there. God so damn what it! If, what if you take like the fourth dimension and think of it as a two-dimensional piece of paper and fold it? Yeah, bending through space and time. a mm-hmm. higher fifth dimension, you could time travel, like stuff like yeah. that. So, <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff is, is fascinating to me. Talk about string theory. Talk about stuff like that. Oh. Like. Dude, the, See, I, I, I guess that's the difference. You get like all, all the space stuff, and I'm like, no, the ground. <laughs> Let me just look. The thing the I'm stepping on. All right, <laughs> fuck all uh, of that, because my irrational fear is floating away in space. Mm-hmm. And when I think about that it, stuff, I I'm gonna float away. Did you ever see uh, 2010? No, I, yeah, I, I no. lived. I saw in 2001. 2001. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the sequel. I didn't no, see there, that's amazing. A, it's the, it's arguably better than 2001. Oh, there's there's I I have a fear of heights, and one of the guys who goes up to find out what the hell has happened from the mm. first movie, what's mm. happened with Hal. Um, Hero man? He Hero man? he is not a fan of heights, but there is a scene in that where he has to go out and walk in space. Fuck that. And the way they filmed it, they they got it. I mean, he has a full-on fucking freak out in space because he's looking down at the earth. He's afraid of heights and he's just... I'm having anxiety you explain. <laughs> I cannot even watch a trailer for Gravity. Because there, I saw it the one floating time. Floating away in space. He was like floating his away in space fear. and I couldn't breathe. I have that same reaction. I got <sighs> sick. Like, I was physically, like, nauseated and I was... I, it was, stay I was in sweating. the goddamn yeah. ship. <laughs> all right? They spent all that money for you to stay in the fucking ship. Stay in the damn ship. You don't need to go outside. I was I was aroused the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and now you have a title. <laughs> Space boner. That's what it was. But yeah, anyway, watch this uh, Imagining the Tenth Dimension with me. and then where, where, where can I find this? At Google it. it. It's on YouTube. It's an amazing video. Okay. I'll look on um, the YouTubes. Yeah, it talks about like the possi- like how um, the theory that every every choice that anything that can happen does happen in an, mm-hmm. in an alternate timeline it talks about that, and it's just fascinating. Where we have excellent hair and no beards. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. <laughs> or that I'm. Straight. I don't want to know that dimension. Shut up. <laughs> Over there with your hair. No one. One of one of the other things that. Talking about space and time and all that stuff is uh, they say the faster you travel through space, mm-hmm. the the 
slower time is going to go effect. around you, mm-hmm. it's going to seem like normal time, but yep. like all of a sudden you're going to come, you know, come out of your space That's, travel and it's going to be a hundred of your years mm-hmm. that you originally lived in. But then you have the, uh, it starts with an M effect, which is the electromagnetic energy bending space around Magneto. you to literally go from one point to another almost instantaneously by bending space around yeah. you would not distort time at all. Yeah. Because it's instantaneous. And, and you you're full, you're, you're, that's that, that folding uh, a wrinkle in time, essentially. Yeah, is the, 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 yeah you're taking book, to, book. like uh, uh, in Event Horizon, he literally goes, yes. you're just opening a hole yeah. and going through. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit different, but it's the same concept. You're literally taking, imagine you're surrounded by water and you create a bubble mm-hmm. and you just force the water go around you and you're to this side of the pool like that. It's the same effect. That's the, that's the same kind of thing in Star Trek when they talk about subspace. Mm-hmm. It's that. Um, that's why communications can travel faster than light in Star Trek yeah. because they're subspace communications. So they're using electromagnetic energy to transfer mm-hmm. instantaneously from each point. So I can't remember where I saw it in the Star Trek where they dropped off an actual subspace communication mm-hmm. pod. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Like what were you going to say, guys? I say I got a great idea for a special episode. We watched the documentary. Do it's the... only like 13 minutes long. It's well, not. Yeah. Then we do the DMT. <laughs> <laughs> and then we check the shit out. I've wanted to go down to Peru to do ayahuasca because I had a buddy that did it and he right. was like amazed. Is, do you have. Damn, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Jellies. This is a very long episode. I apologize. <laughs> well, but, technically, hey, you're with the our one who it was your idea to talk. I know. About, let's talk about the stuff that we could talk about like, for hours. I could, I could seriously I make a podcast where I did nothing but talk about space, and I would die before I. I think. You, I think you just did half space, of space, one. Space, 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 space. <laughs> We're a passion. All right, guys. Space. Let's count the stars. There's a star. 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 Space is boring. Space, space is boring. Boring space. <laughs> Want to go home? Want to go home? Want to go home? <laughs> Plug your stuff. Uh, come down to the nerd store. West, West Valley. Yes, Poodinger. Scream Poodinger. Poodinger! Did anyone do the thing that we no, told them to do no, last week? Unless, unless they came out on the weekend and like, Poodinger wasn't there. And they're like, oh, shit. They're like, who the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> at, at Comic-Con, too, Pat was at the booth, and we forgot to even completely mention the 5 o'clock Apple uh. Challenge at Comic-Con, because Pat was actually there to do it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I forgot about the 5 o'clock bad challenge. <laughs> she needs to come back on and remind us. Mm-hmm. Yep, so come down. Buy some stuff at the nerd store. West Valley City, Utah. Cool. Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> Nerds. Uh, come to book club. <laughs> yes. Swamp thing. Swamp thing on Earth Day. Yes. Swamp thing. Uh, when Moore's is Earth Swamp Day? Thing. April 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to book club at... Uh, Ogden Nature Center. Ogden Nature Center. Thank you. I'm like it's outside. I'm I'm like <laughs> filling in all the details. <laughs> Thank you. Um, like I'm I'm being like Chelsea, and you're being like you because <laughs> I'm being me. <laughs> wow, I've um, never had a better. You compliment. want some art? Chelsea has awesome art. You should get some from her, and also get some from my friend Christopher. Uh, ChristopherSJohns.com. And if you need a website, he also does that. He's an awesome graphic designer at Chris Design. Cool. Watch, play, read, Utah Outcasts. I talk about stuff. And things. And I write about stuff. Oh, I haven't been doing much writing because, you know, life is fucking life. bullshit, man. <laughs> life is bullshit. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's all I have to play today. 
I don't really have anything to plug. All right. You need to start a new YouTube channel. Yeah, about space and things. Space! Yeah. Get a green screen. You can do all sorts of crazy shit. Unicorns. (laughs) And space. Space unicorns. Space cars? You can tell everyone how the space unicorns got Trump elected. Uh, all right, uh, guys, go over to the nerddomepodcast.com. Uh, have articles in the podcast up there. We haven't had a Pixel Power Hour due to work issues, but we will hopefully next week. Uh, you can go over to podhell.com, iTunes, Stitcher, then Google Plays. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the Nerd Dome, <coughs> Facebook, we're the Nerd Dome Podcast. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, write in, leave us messages. We'll get back to you. Share the living shit. Out of yeah, our podcast please, too. Please share and give uh, us some love and just share it. It doesn't matter if it's on your page or on a page you know that we don't know about. It's free just for Christ's sakes. Just yeah. do it. Two two seconds when you go Spread to listen us to the like episode. the bubonic plague. When you see it, just share it. Just share, share now. Two seconds of your life. Just give awesome. Give us a little help. awesome. All right, Ryan. Don't forget to subscribe. You may now exit the dome. Fuck responsibility. I can see the whole time. Point us. Hail Hydra. It's a space boner. (laughs) Now that you've exited the Nerd Dome, head on over to podhell.com and download all of the latest episodes from all the podcasts on the Podhell Network. That's podhell.com. If you'd like, you can head over to iTunes and subscribe to our iTunes to automatically be updated when our episodes drop. Again, that's podhell.com, and we'll see you next week. Next week.